0: forever dog has
1: to start somewhere it has to start sometime what better
2: place than here what better time than now that's right it's the best show everybody how we doing tonight what better time to start than right now it is the best show and we got a great one for you tonight the one and only Dave Hill is going to be on the show Very excited about that. Haven't talked to him in a little bit. It's going to be a real hoot and a half to have him back on. Plus, we are talking about the middle finger. What's the best place to give the middle finger? What are the middle finger do's and don'ts? 201-989-0012. 201-989-0012. That's the number to get in on the action and tell us about your middle finger hijinks and we got all sorts of other stuff coming up the thing we got to do right now is sit back relax and start the best show playing the theme best show
0: best show
3: Down.
1: Not
4: all Not that. See Hey, this is Chey Diaz. This is Cameos for Kyle. Congrats on that early decision to I just know you're gonna kill it at the California Institute of Technology.
2: No, don't hold on anymore. It's the best show. What's up? The great is here, the great Tom Sharpling. That's me. Hi everybody, how are you tonight here on The Best Show? On a Tuesday night in January 2024. How's everybody doing tonight? Uh, nice weather where you are? Hot enough for you? No, that's actually... Actually, it is true because of climate change and Earth is dying. But I hope we're all having a good time. Otherwise, the phone number is 201-989-0012. If you want to be a part of the best show, you call up. We're going to talk about Middlefinger... Stuff, what's the best place to give it? What's the worst place to give it? Uh, Do's and don'ts, how you do it. Style. Some people have that knuckle thing. Don't get me started on that. But do get me started on the song we just heard. It's called My Lost Decade by the band True Green. New music from True Green. Great band. Very excited about that. Keep it locked in with True Green. You're not going to go wrong. They got a new album coming out soon. New album coming out soon. So, everybody, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Hanging out. Just, uh, what am I doing? I'm working a bunch. I got, I'm keeping weird hours lately. I'm keeping weird hours. Zooms. Keeping me up all hours of night, talking to people in different parts of the globe for unnamed projects uh, that we'll see, uh, hopefully see down the road. You'll know what I was working on the whole time. How about that? We'll see. I'm doing my part. I'm doing the thing. It means I keep late hours. I, uh, I get up very early. I do Zoom. I stay up very late and do a Zoom. The price of business, baby. That's the price of business on The Best Show. Now, I want you all to know that tonight we have Dave Hill's going to come on the show. He's going to talk all about his new book. He wrote a book about hockey, which is called... Huh? Huh? Huh?
0: Huh? Huh? Huh,
2: what is it called? It's called U2 tickets. No, that's the wrong window. Let's see. Let's see Dave Hill hockey book. Not Dave Ramsey. I got enough Dave Ramsey in my life, huh? Dave Ramsey. It's one of these financial these like like uh subtle uh right-wing monsters who uh just giving financial advice but they're awful people. The Awesome Game is the name of Dave Hill's book. One Man's Incredible Glove Globe Crushing Hockey Odyssey. We'll talk to Dave later in the show. Yeah. Let me ask you about sound bars, everybody. Can you help me with sound bars? These freaking sound bars hooked up to the TV. They're terrible, right? Are they bad? Bad sound bars? Can't hear. Sometimes it's just like a giant smush of sound. What's a good sound bar? Help me with that. I just want to know. You can
0: tell me. Tell me off air. Mike, any thoughts about sound bars? Pat, any thought about sound bars? More like sound bad. Sound bad.
2: See, this is the kind of. Writing. People think that we make this show up. They think you make up SNL and they think you make up the best show. We don't. Sound bad. Jason, sound bars? I've never heard a good one. It's never heard a good I one. I don't think they exist. I think they're all bad. Okay. So what am I supposed to do? Uh five point one sound to get to uh, surround myself with speakers? You're gonna have to get one of those guys to come out and oh. do your home. Guys, I'm tired of guys. I'm just tired of guys in general, right?
1: You could do like a barter, like we talk about the like in uh Entourage. Remember when uh Vinny had to go on whatever it was it, Kimmel or something and talk about the sound system that he just had installed at the house, the turtle hooked up. Just do that.
2: You literally just said to me, Do you remember the plot of an episode of Entourage? <laughs> No, I don't. Dumbest show in history, Entourage. We should do a thing: top fifty dumbest, dumbest like shows. Should be dumbest, like like the dumbest movies, TV shows. Just what are the dumbest ones? Entourage top ten. How oh, easily? Maybe we'll do that. We'll do that in a couple of weeks. Top 10, fifty dumbest. Somebody's in the chat. Uh, ballers somebody says it's the smartest show oh boy mike
5: i don't think the uh, audio files are into the soundbar i'm oh, uh, obsessed yeah. i'm obsessed with the audio files on youtube mm-hmm. and uh it's not even discussed it's kind of like yeah that's not for us yeah
2: well it's for somebody like me. I want would, I, I would, to <laughs> rewire my entire
5: home. Wait a second. I, I thought I saw a picture. I wanted to ask you about it as an uh, amateur uh, audiophile. Yeah. I saw a picture with like... Hold on. Hold on. Kids. Wait,
2: Mike. Mike. Wait one second.
5: Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, when the good Lord made his mind up, he said, this mic needs more men. Four
6: men,
2: and that
0: was it. Here come the but horse it wasn't man. it.
2: You're right, that wasn't it. Thank you, Pat. I got Pat.
1: Yeah, here comes the That's what the Lord
2: said, guys. All right, we get it. We get it. We get it. I think the. <laughs> Inagata DeVita is shorter than that song.
1: It is fifty nine seconds.
2: In God shorter. <laughs> Tales of Topographic Oceans. You're better off uh you wanna get you got more to do. You got somewhere to be. Listen to Inagata DeVita before you pick <laughs> the four horsemen theme. The horsemen are here, Jason, Pat, and Mike and Tom. Now what's your question, Mike? I know what you're gonna ask. <laughs>
5: I saw a photo and I saw some very interesting speakers Mm -hmm. in the background. I don't know if they were yours. They they were coffin shaped. Yeah,
2: Mike. Come on over.
5: (laughs) If I knew they were to be heard, I would have, yeah, I would have got over there.
2: You come on over. It'll be the new, I'll be the new guy like that. uh, The room. The room. (laughs) The room two. Uh-huh. No, I got some nice speakers designed by uh, an incredibly talented friend, uh, Doug, and we'll talk more oh, about those in an upcoming that's episode. Cool. Yeah, they're cool. We're 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 setting them up now. Uh-huh.
1: Is that the TV that you're trying to soundbar? No, or is it's, it's another TV. No, that's
2: just for a stereo system. Okay, keeping things pure. i ain't gonna gotcha. get my turntable up to the right. TV. Do you, you guys think? Ne- what? Do you guys think Neil Young has a
7: soundbar? No
2: way i don't got a sound bar what i'm gonna do with the sound bar you look the sound bar is kind of shaped like a pono a little bit but how much are ponos by the way like now are they really collectible or are they worthless
1: uh, i don't mm-hmm. think they're really collectible let me see uh looks like they're selling one on one of these sites let me see what the price is Oh, it says currently unavailable. Let me look into this. See how
2: much I we can get a Pono you, for. I want you... This is what I want. I want a Pono. <laughs>
5: just to put on my shelf. Did he f- officially put that to rest? I mean... Yeah, yeah. it's done. Mike, I think his yeah, Pono done. put it's him tough. to rest yeah. on that one. <laughs> He's having to tour again because of the Pono. He didn't
2: have a whole lot of say <laughs> with the Pono. I think he might... Uh, you might go to the merch table and his Pono's on it. They're holding down like the t-shirts with ponos like they're they're paperweights now for people don't know the Pono Neil Young tried to launch a competitive uh portable music listening device not unlike an iPod but it was a Pono that was shaped like a Toblerone bar and it did not did not uh did not stick what if you threw a Pono at him when you see him in concert? You just whip a Pono oh, a on stage? Those are heavy as can be.
1: Someone's saying $4.99 on eBay. Okay.
2: I want I want one somebody who's just got a Pono laying around yeah. that either going to throw it out or it's going to okay. sit there for 20 years and then they'll keel over and, and someone else will throw it out. That's the other thing to think about, everybody. You got all these things. If you don't do nothing with them, This is what's going to happen. You die. Someone else throws it out. Guaranteed. You see those dumpsters that get pulled up in front of a house and then the kids are throwing out books. And those were the person's life's work collecting these books. I see one for $92. Send me the info on that. Okay. Send me the info on that, Pono. You know what I mean, like here's my map collection. I collected maps, and I can think they get thrown into that dumpster, that thud, that empty thud as your map as your pile of maps hits the bottom of the dumpster I ain't going out like that. I'm giving it all out. I'm giving it all away. That's why I put uh that script punched in the nuts on online at grownups3script.com you write these I wrote this thing it didn't sell what am I going to leave it rotten on my laptop forever no it made me laugh maybe it'll make other people laugh put it up online gotta stop being precious with this stuff right what am I the third string backup center for the Knicks right Mike am I precious right precious not you
5: no you're not <laughs> brooklyn's up on the knicks by the way
2: oh okay good well good for them well, well, how the much are they how much are they how much are they up mike
5: they're up a good six points actually six, seven points now. third quarter fourth quarter four minutes left
2: mike i'll bet you nine hundred thousand dollars the knicks win that game no i'm kidding <laughs> really what's the, what's the really? one on the street really No, I will not make a bet on that. (laughs) The Nets are, to quote our president Donald Trump, the Nets are losers. They're total failures. They're flops. They um, it's true. It's true. They are. They're total. Michael Bridges is a total loser. Nah. Nick Claxton is a failure. He's a flop, and Spencer Dinwiddie. Is a total failure. Um, no, the thing is, the Nets uh got completely humiliated a few days ago, so they're pushing back now with the with the intercity <laughs> rivalry. They're they're showing some some backbone tonight. As for I their missed that
5: game, that was with the Clippers, right? The but Clippers, I, they beat the leak they beat the Lakers, right?
2: Yeah, that ain't nothing. My guy, I mean, me and that's some, always enjoyable. Me and some dudes on the playground beat the Lakers the other day. <laughs> no, Lakers, what do you
5: think of uh Ben Simmons, nobody rides the pine. Like Ben Simmons, no, and he's so fashionable. I mean, yeah. he's standing out. He's mm-hmm. not even in the game, no. But when you look at the bench, all mm-hmm. you see is Ben Simmons. He's wearing like a yellow, uh, looks like Willy Wonka outfit.
1: You said ride the pine. What is that?
5: Yeah, he's he, sitting he, on the he bench. He never plays. That's he's sitting on
1: riding the he's Pine? A bench.
2: Yeah. yeah, come on, Jason. Come uh, benches are made out of Mike, pine. Mike, can you believe sports this cliche. guy? Mike, it's Mike. like 40 years ago. Mike, can you believe this guy? He doesn't know ride I the pine as an expression. Pat, can you believe this guy <laughs> doesn't know common, ride the pine? It's like a Jim stuff. Morrison lyric. <laughs> this guy doesn't know ride the pine? I'll tell you. I'm going to say this to everybody next week on this show. Thank you. Everybody, said very embarrassing. One person said that. The chat everybody. has exploded. This is I can't believe Jason yeah, said that. So many. What a mortify! I'm embarrassed for him. <laughs> I'm just making up things that are not in the chat. <laughs> oh, Take a lap, studio Pine gate. Come on, baby, ride my pine. Yeah, that's okay. Um, <laughs> this is this, I cannot play this clip on the air because it has foul language over and over, yeah. and we choice to, language. We have to edit it. It needs to be heavily edited. Yeah, my Kevin Garnett has a podcast,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and he has Paul Pierce on. Oh, <laughs> and Paul Pierce says to Kevin uh-huh. Garnett, "Give me your top five toughest NBA players," mm-hmm. and it triggers
0: the funniest
2: <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. He goes, Kevin Garnett's like toughest five, and 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 Paul Pierce goes, "I'm talking dogs." And then for two minutes, they yell about dogs. And Kevin Garnett starts oh. yelling. He yells this.
4: These are dogs.
2: <laughs> and I'm just saying, next week on the show, I want to find out who the dogs of the best show are. Dogs! He wants to know who the <laughs> toughest dogs are. We're finding out next week who are the dogs of the best show.
4: Dogs, right? Dogs. 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 <laughs> These are dogs. Dogs.
5: I'm thinking Ben, ben Simmons didn't make the list. No, he's
2: talking tough guys. He's talking like, okay. <laughs> who's a dog? And he's saying like, I mean, pit bulls. And then uh, Paul Pierce goes, you're naming some labradoodles on that list. And then uh, it's it's the greatest. We're going to do that next week. I want everybody, and I'm talking to everybody, Andrew, Jason, Pat, Mike, the Brett's Zoe, you're all on the hot seat next week. I want to know who the dogs are because this is a dogs only staff. (laughs) I don't want no, I want dogs. I only want dogs. So you better get ready and find out who my dogs are because if we're going into 2024 ready to fight every one of these podcasts look i got it. i'm a dog i'm a dog don't think i'm a dog i'm a dog
1: yeah i'm already a slaw
2: dog look a slaw dog what's that mean you're rolling around in coleslaw all the time i want some dog in a coleslaw with even going in the back of a diner in one of those tubs of coleslaw, and that's the other thing. I know I've said it before. I'll say it until the until my dying breath. You go to a diner, you order a, 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 a cheeseburger with the coleslaw. They don't just take a little cup and scoop the. Oh, here's your little coleslaw. There's a bucket of coleslaw that they scoop it out in. And if you're comfortable with that, then you're comfortable with that. I just want you to know what's going on <laughs> back there.
1: Wait, how old do you think the bucket is?
2: Oh, I don't know what how is old. The is. Age on this bucket. There's a whole lot of coleslaw in that bucket, though.
1: They go through coleslaw like crazy.
2: At they, can go, so. look, they can go look. They God bless them. Then they go through ten buckets a day. God bless them. Just know your coleslaw is in a bucket back there. <laughs>
1: Everything else is in a bucket
2: back there. I didn't say oh, it Tom, wasn't.
8: What's Tom? That? What about those? Um, that stainless steel. Uh, container that opens up and you put milk in it is there is there a guy that puts
2: the milk in Pat, there are you making fun of me with this one What is i this? want you to retell the story No, pat's making fun of me when i worked at a diner when i was 13 again kind of lax on the old uh child labor laws i was pulling 20 hours a week at, <laughs> at four at 14 you have five pensions Right now, I should. Yeah. I should be retired. You know, these man. you ever talk to these mail carriers and they're just like, yeah, I'm getting out uh, at 47. <laughs> I can retire at 47. <laughs> I'm still scrapping away here for every nickel. Scrapping, where's my freaking pension? I started working before any of you. These mail carriers hoofing it around. Like, I'll go be a mail carrier. Give me that pension. Where's the podcast pension. Forever dog giving me a pension. No, I'm looking if I get a pen. <laughs> I
5: got a so, pen when I was out there.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Mike got a pen. At least someone got a freaking pen out of this deal.
6: Mike, I wouldn't have said that. So no, I'm, working sure that that din- I'm working at
2: the diner. I'm working at the diner. And this this was run by a guy named Bill, who was the boss of the diner. He was this hard, he looked like Peter Cushing from Grand Moff Tarkin from Star Wars and the Hammer Horror films. Evacuate this diner in a moment of triumph? Surely you <laughs> underestimate that. You overestimate that. Chances. Um, he was as mean as can be. And I was a kid, I was 13, 14. They have this giant cooler, uh, like a raised cooler with with you put the milk in it because then they lift a little thing and the milk comes out. Oh, that's how they make the milkshakes, make the coffee, all the things. But that milk ain't coming from a pipe. No. You go to the cooler outside. It's a giant box with a bag in it. Filled with milk, <laughs> and off of that comes a tube like a like a like a like a like a plastic tube that you feed through the clamp thing, so when you when it goes down, the milk don't come out when you lift it up it comes but you have to cut the tube with a knife, pinch it, thread it through. I take this bag of milk, the box, I'm putting it in there. I lose control of the thing. I'm like Jerry Lewis. His milk's, milk is squirting out. <laughs> I'm trying to fit the thing through, and the milk's coming out. It's getting on the counter. The customers oh, no. at sitting at the counter are watching me. Free show. It was like a free show. Thank <laughs> you, Mike. Watch you know- <laughs> the nitwit try to make... <laughs> the milk <laughs> try to thread the milk through the thing milk's coming out everywhere this guy yelled at me bill oh boy bill let me have it i haven't I've, had milk heard since from- i haven't had milk since oh man many many listeners over the years have have reached out
8: and yeah. um every time you tell that story there are several people who were maybe off of milk for many years, but then you've resold them on milk just yeah. by, by telling this story that now they're back. Milk's Even back. lactose intolerant people. Yep. Yeah. They're back. Time they're to back. milk it.
1: Yeah. Hey, speaking of back, this yeah. is something I wanted to ask you about, Tom. What, what's that? Uh, how excited are you for February 1st? When Billy Joel's back with an all new single. Hold on, Billy
2: Joel is coming back with an all new single <laughs> called "Turn the Lights Back On." Yeah, okay, lights yep. Turn the lights back on and uh, start stuffing my ears with. Uh, <laughs> Turn my ears off. Well, Billy Joel doesn't just come back; he comes back at, 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 at. Pat, you beat me to it. Pat, you beat me to it. So he's got a new song. When Turn the Lights Back On? Turn the Lights Back On. Let's a, imagine how this song goes. Turn the lights back on, everybody. <laughs> Time to ring in the new year. <laughs> what do you think it'll be like?
1: I think it's much slower than that. It's it's going to be one of those really just
2: well, we, syrupy, syrupy ballads. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Next week is... That show's on January 30th. Right. Will I be interviewing everybody about being dogs? Yeah, I will. But we're also, <laughs> on that show, we're going to write that Billy Joel song and see how close we get. <laughs> yes. I need someone who plays piano to come down, who can play in a Billy Joel style and help me write the new Billy Joel song before it, it comes out. We can arrange that. We can have somebody in here. Okay. Look, we'll save this for next week. But that's what we're doing next week. We're writing that Billy Joel song next week. Also, y'all know we do the Patreon, right? You know about the Patreon. Do you know what that is? It's how the best show keeps the lights on, simply put. It's how the best show keeps the lights on. We... Have a Patreon, patreon.com/slash the best show. That's how you support the show. And we give you a lot for it. You support us over there, we give you a lot. For example. You get audio, you get you get uh, ad-free versions of the episodes, audio, five bucks a month, you get video for 10 bucks a month, and bonus content galore, including two new exciting shows. We have, of course, we have The Four Horsemen, we have Rubenesque, we have uh, Ask Tom, Sharpling Worcester Q&A, two new heavy hitters in the lineup, The Return of an Old Friend, get it, and... A new friend. Got it. Um, Do we have promos for these two new shows? We do. How about you drop them on us, Andrew? Sure thing. One is called John Gentle. One's called Meet My Friends of Friends. Here are the promos. Here's what's coming up on this week's Meet My Friends, the Friends. Today's episode is brought to you by the Chimp of the Month Club. We all know how hard it is to purchase chimpanzees on a steady basis. Either the pet stores don't carry chimps or they're out of stock or they even try to sell you an orangutan instead of the chimp you wanted. This is why you need a subscription to the Chimp of the Month Club. Get a brand new chimpanzee shipped to your home each and every month. The chimps arrive in a giant cardboard box and there are enough bananas in there so they're comfortable when they arrive. Use offer code CHIMPBOX to receive a bigger chimp with your first order. Chimp of the month club. 12 months a year, 12 chimps a year. No refunds of chimps attack Atac or Mall. So this episode. Quick, 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 quick question. Here. Yeah, what's that? Where did that ad come from? Who's supplying us ads? It's um Paramount is placing. Like these, the Paramount. As far as I understand it, yeah. Have you ever purchased a chimp? Oh, no, that one. Look, that's one of those ones I figure it applies to other people um like celebrities who who purchases who, a chimp or whoever wants a chimp i i you know I, look it's I a very know, popular site so
1: okay okay i'm just saying we got we had like karma and
0: mm-hmm. like
1: googles and we had all of the different ads on on dumb mm-hmm. i've just never heard anything about like we'll put enough bananas in the box so the chimp gets to you safely I just read the ads okay okay Car- you're the producer karma.
8: Yes, karma. Karma stock just soared recently. Anyway, let's uh let's a
2: friends let's 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 get back to friends. friends.
1: Meet my friends, the friends. Get it first on the best show Patreon. Patreon.com slash the best show.
2: Is there a promo for that? We do. We just need one second. Well look, I'll we'll play that later in the show. How about that? How about that? We'll play that later in the show. Okay. Sounds good. So everybody. Patreon.com slash the best show. And we do the show every week. Look, you get the show, the entire show, three hours a week. You listen when you want, anytime you want. That's as available as can be three hours a week. The Patreon, it's extra stuff proper best show you never pay for the proper best show never ever that's the policy patreon.com slash the best show let's go to the phones and see what we got going on over here doot, doot 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 over to the phones 201-989-0012 hello best show
9: hey this is nicole
2: nicole how are you
9: Good. Very good.
2: What's going on tonight, Nicole? Where are you calling from? San Jose. San Jose. What's going on in San Jose tonight?
9: Eh, nothing much. Pretty quiet night. But I have something for the uh the prompt for the show.
2: You have something for the what now?
9: For the for the like the what is it? The prompt for the show or something.
2: Okay. What do you got?
9: Well, you you're asking like what's the best place to give uh the finger? Yes. And yes. I think it's yeah, I think it's at an ex's wedding.
2: At an ex's wedding. To like show up yeah. and give who would you be giving the finger to at it?
9: Well, probably the ex, but also like the person they're marrying.
2: So you just walk in, you go up to the front and give the finger
9: yep
2: well that's a little aggressive, don't you think? I
9: mean it depends on what the ex did
0: yeah
2: i get it I get it, but don't you feel like you should um don't you feel like you should um i'm sorry i gotta i gotta shut the chat somebody's driving me freaking nuts in the chat. Goodbye. Um you go to the wedding, you walk in, the ceremony's underway, you walk up the aisle. I'm assuming this is a church wedding.
9: Yep.
2: Okay. So you're in church. You go up the aisle. There is this during the part where they say is anybody has any objections and you go up and you just go with the middle finger and you go, that's my objection. Yeah perfect yeah okay you go just needed to get that out of my system god bless you is that what you're doing after that oh yeah happy and yeah. healthy i wish you nothing but happiness and health
0: Hmm.
2: well maybe that's a stylistic choice that i might not agree with but to each their own nicole What's the best food in San Jose? What's the best food? What do you like to eat, Nicole?
9: Well, Asian food is like the best. They make the best Asian food in San Jose. I'll tell you.
4: Okay.
2: Dumpling? You like the hot pot? You like hot pot? You like dumplings? What do you like Korean barbecue? What are we talking about?
9: Korean barbecue, Japanese, Chinese, all of it.
2: Yeah. Is there a favorite? What's you give your favorite place a plug? How about that? Ooh, maybe you'll get a free uh free uh boba tea or something, right? Maybe you get a free boba tea. Yeah.
9: All you right, go well, special noodle in yeah,
2: and, special you, noodle Weston. Yeah, special noodle in Weston You're gonna go into special noodles and be like, Yeah, did you hear the best show I mentioned you guys on the show? I'd like a free uh peach iced tea with boba. Extra boba. So you, you can do that now,
9: yeah. Nicole.
2: All right, Nicole.
9: Yeah, I'm going to do it.
2: <laughs> I love it. You let me know how that works. Because if that works, I'll start doing it. I don't. Maybe it's time for All
9: me right. to start cashing All some right. chips. And really, yeah, do that. And really quickly before I go, I just want to say go San Jose Sharks. We're definitely winning the Cup 2025.
2: You hear that? We got a ho- We got some hockey talk coming up later. Dave Hill is going to talk about his book. So we'll get your hockey talk in there. I'll run the I'll run the San Jose Sharks by him to see what his opinion are in terms of their prospects. How's that sound?
0: All
9: right. Thank you.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. You have a great night, okay. Nicole. And I just want to say to Mike, Mike. Thank oh, you. Good night, Nicole. Bye. Mike. Yes, sir. You might want to check that next score, by the way. <laughs> okay. Let me check that score. It's ten seconds to go. Knicks are up by three. It was $900,000? Nine hundred grand. Mike's about yeah. to owe me. Mike's about to owe me $900,000. What do you think? Uh, There's still
5: 10 you, seconds left.
2: Who do you think has a better chance of getting paid? The people that Rudy Giuliani is? <laughs> that he owes <laughs> for whatever. <laughs> is, is it, what is he? $120 million? Here are the ones. Who has a be- the best chance of getting paid? The people Alex Jones owes the money to? The people Rudy owes the money to or Mike who's about to owe me nine hundred grand. Oh, if you run
5: the tape. I did not take the bet.
2: <laughs> Mike, Jason, I need you to edit yeah. that tape. Yeah. I need you to edit that tape. Yeah, we'll we'll put it in there. And then I need you to pull this out of the tape. Yeah. The part where I told you to edit it. We'll put his my we'll put his voice through AI. Just run it through. Mike is like, say have my this is what I want Mike to say on the thing. I'll take that bet. I'm about to be rich. <laughs> Hey Mike, repeat yeah. repeat after me. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> I just want to know what it sounds like if yeah, you were to say that. Yeah, we're that. just uh-huh. getting it for the recording, just, just Mike. for just for levels, for levels. No, I'm kidding, Mike. Yeah. Your Brooklyn Nets. I hope you win a hundred championships.
5: <laughs> no, I'm not uh, looking at that, but uh, yeah, your Knicks look good this year. Knicks are good. Are this Are they going to get Lowry? They're talking about that now. Oof. I want that guy. You don't like
2: Lowry? Nah, he's alright. I mean, he's he's, oh, he's, he's kind of over the hill. Mm-hmm. He's scoring like four points a game. Boy, let's bring him on. Horseman, stand down and stand by. Find us on your podcast app of choice, or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com/Office hours live. Who are the animals because I don't smell them. I'm going to go to the phones now. Let's look. Oh, we got hot phones tonight. Hot phones. Busy, busy phones. Hot, hot phones. Let's go and see what's going on on those phones. Hold on. Hello, best show.
10: Hey, Tom, it's Brian in Newbridge Heights. How's it going?
2: Brian in Newbridge Heights. Brian, I'm doing okay. How are you tonight? Good. How's that? How's 2024 treating you so far? It's going all right. Can't complain. Was it started the year off a little sick, but got that out of the way. So, onward and upward, right? Yeah, and upward. get it out of the way, and then you're pretty much free and easy, right? Free and easy. Love it. How about you, Brian? How's your How's your 2024 going?
10: Well, it was going well until I realized that I. I misread the topic for tonight. Sorry about that.
2: Okay. Well, what did you what did you think it was?
10: I thought it was. What would you do if you looked in the mirror and everything was normal, but you had the Phantom of the Opera's face?
8: Not that, is it?
2: That's not the topic. No. Well, what would that? If that is, I mean, is that something you want to talk about? I could, yeah.
10: Um, I guess I'd be very scared at first, but then I'd think, well, I, I bet I can get in for free to Misfits concerts with these unpleasant features, right?
2: That you'd be able to get into f- Misfits shows for free if you had the Phantom of the Opera's face. Right? Possible. Plausible. It's plausible, but I guess it would come down to, um, the band is not running the front door of the venue. You know what I mean? That's the only stumbling block I could see.
3: Oh, I thought
10: some bands did.
2: I, I really have never heard of bands playing the show and also scanning your tickets. No, I think John Paul Jones used to do that. John John Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin. Yeah. So say you'd go to the I think Madison Square Garden. Right. And you'd you'd be there, you have your tickets, it's 1975, and then he just right. you, you hand your ticket to the guy in like the maroon uh, blazer. Yeah, (laughs) and you look, and that's also the bassist from Led
0: Zeppelin.
10: Yeah, my my understanding is that John Paul Jones also did um, Led Zeppelin's merch. And if you recall, in the song remains the same. There's that scene where Peter Grant is yelling at 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 someone. They edited it so it it looks like he's yelling at a bootleg T-shirt seller. He was. Yelling at John Paul Jones because he screwed up the the T-shirt count that
2: night. Wow! Coming. So I didn't know that. I didn't know that that was who was because yeah. you watch that movie and Peter Grant, the manager, is this imp- this imposing figure, this big guy. He was like a yeah. very menacing guy, and he was unloading on the way the of the the show was being run in terms of merch and things. He was yelling at. Right. A member of Led Zeppelin,
10: he was, yeah. But but when they they look at the at the first cut of the film, John Paul Jones got really upset. He thought it made him look really bad, um, like he didn't know how to how to run the merch
0: mm-hmm.
10: table.
2: So they had to had to edit it in such a way. But
10: look, I don't want to talk about Led Zeppelin. It's, it's anymore, neither here I nor think.
2: there. Yeah, I get I get it. I get it. What it, what what do you want to talk yeah. about, Brian?
10: Well, speaking of unpleasant, um, did, did you see Saltburn? I did not see it yet. It's weird. I, I watched it last night, but I couldn't really, really concentrate on it. I guess because you know it was a real talker and it didn't really have any you know explosions in it.
2: Oh, you you need movies to be more kind of action oriented.
10: Yeah, I I thought it was going to be just by the the title and what what I saw on the poster, I thought it was gonna be an action movie about a deranged prison escapee who gets even with the judge, jury and his prosecutors by burning their flesh and then slowly pouring salt into their wounds all the while going
2: (laughs) that's the okay, well that's I guess that's a different kind of movie. Is that what that would be? Yeah,
10: I. Mm-hmm. I also thought it's it starred Lon Chaney the Fourth and was directed by by L. Strauss, and um, none of which
2: turned out to be correct. No, these are very provable things. I have to say, you could have, yeah, you could have researched any part of that to see if Lon Chaney the Fourth is that what you said? Yeah. Yes, the fourth. You know, to know whether Lon Chaney the fourth was in this movie, it's very, very something you could research without spoiling the movie.
10: Yeah, probably. Probably. But uh, my wife put my laptop on top of the fridge and I can't get
2: to it. What did she do? She put
10: my laptop up up on, on the fridge and I can't get to it.
2: Okay, that's a little. I mean, you're an adult, right? Yeah, look, I don't
10: want to talk about my marriage right now. Okay,
2: okay, Okay. that's okay. Fair enough, fair enough, (laughs) Brian. You got the topic (laughs) wrong. You got the topic (laughs) wrong. Yeah, I did. You just revealed something seemingly innocuous and kind of revealed something a little strange, but let's let that, that's not what you called about.
10: Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, um, I heard the weirdest thing the other day about Leonardo DiCaprio.
2: What, What was it?
10: Well, first let me say, I'm not talking about him never having a girlfriend born before the release of Siamese Dream. Um, I'm talking about how he's so paranoid about letting new male faces into his circle that he only allows them to hang out with his dogs for the first three months. Isn't that crazy?
2: so he has his you mean when he when somebody is a potential new member of his crew
10: his posse you know, yeah or just just his his inner
2: circle, mm-hmm. yeah. That he makes them, he makes them hang out with his dogs. They can't hang out
10: with him for for like three months, but they can hang out with the dogs and everyone had to go through it. Jonah Hill, uh, Jack White, Jason Isbell just had to do it. It's pretty wild.
2: And just like sit with his dogs.
10: Yeah, like that's the relationship. And then like if the dogs eventually, you know, they interact well with the dogs then they can. These people can be, become actual friends.
2: That must be a very weird moment when you are like, "I met uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. We really hit it off at this party. He's like, real cool dude." And he invited he invited me to uh, his his place to hang out. And then well, what? How you, was
5: it?
2: Yeah. And what would they say then? Like, no, I. I didn't actually see him. Well, I didn't
10: get in the actual mansion, mm-hmm. but I did. I did have a, a pretty good game, game of fetch with, with several of his dogs.
2: <laughs> and it's like, he's off in the distance. Like maybe they can see him off in the distance, like through the oh, window, totally. <laughs> through the yeah, window of had, the mansion. And, no, through
10: through cameras, I mean, it, he he shoots everything. Apparently, it's pretty
2: sick. Okay, no, it sounds pretty sick. Um, and, that's uh, that, that's yeah, wild. I did not, I, I never had heard that.
10: Yeah, it's nuts. And um, speaking of uh, things Marty related, I, I was watching The Goodfellas the other day. Right?
2: What were you watching?
10: The Goodfellas.
2: The the okay, I I think it's just Goodfellas.
10: Well, it's not
0: the movie.
10: Get ready to, yeah, get ready to be
8: proven wrong. Oh crap.
10: Yeah, it's just good fellows.
2: It is just good fellows, huh? yeah. Oh,
10: uh, anyway, so it, um, it, it reminded me of that documentary that you can't find anymore about how from 1974 to 1990, a lot of the biggest, most iconic films had one big produced musical number that eventually got cut at the last
2: minute. Remember that? This is, this is news to me.
10: Really? Oh my God. This documentary is so cool. Um, So yeah, these movies, they, they, it was the regular movie that we know, but they, they all had these giant productions in the middle, just one song. Like uh Dog Day Afternoon had one, Rocky, Chinatown, uh, Goodfellas had one. They shot it and everything. They recorded all the the, the song. It was
2: nuts. Wait, like what what song was in Rocky?
10: Oh, it it was called um it was it was called a blender full of eggs. Hi. <laughs>
2: So there was like a musical number, a blender full of eggs yes. that didn't didn't yes. make the cut.
10: Right. But they did use the footage, uh, you know, when he's running to the Italian market and all that,
2: mm-hmm. you know, when he
10: ends up on the art museum steps. He's singing the whole time, but, but uh, none of his song actually got used, a blender full of eggs.
2: So that was a music so we're seeing a musical number yes. that they cut around when they pulled the song. Exactly. So if yes. it, if it was yeah. if yeah. It, if it was and like so, the f- finished product, he'd be run if like if they left it as they intended, he'd be running. Yes. And you're saying he was singing? Yes, and
10: if you look closely, you know how when he's at, at the top of the steps with the kids and he he's jumping and then it gets slower and it kind of gets grainy, you know, yeah. that, that final shot is mm-hmm. he jump and gets slower. You can actually make out that he's saying Egg!
2: that's, I. you're blowing my mind with that.
10: No, I blow minds for a living.
2: You, you blow minds for a living. Okay. That's intriguing. I do. I do. That's for the SST
10: heads out there. Um so anyway, <laughs> this this big production um took place during the scene in Marty's mom's kitchen. I uh technically Tommy's mom. And the song was it was written by Billy Joel. And the song was called I, I Love You Ma, I Wanna Be With You. Crazy?
2: So there's a Billy Joel song called I Love You Ma, I Wanna Be With That was originally uh like a a musical Centerpiece to the movie Goodfellas.
10: Yes, basically what happened: the kitchen opens up onto a soundstage, and there's a big dance number, and it's featuring all the people in the cast. Um, you know, even Mickey Eyes is in it,
2: and they're just dancing and singing. The De Niro, De Niro yeah. is dancing and singing.
10: Everybody, yeah.
2: Yeah,
3: um
10: hey, speaking of Mickey Eyes, it, it never got produced, but there was going to be a Mickey Eyes uh spin-off
3: sitcom. Isn't that crazy.
2: A spin-off sitcom for Now tell every which character is this from Goodfellas?
10: I I I can guarantee literally every listener out there knows who Mickey Eyes is. So let's let's just move on. Oh,
2: okay. I All right. So,
10: I, Mickey Eyes is Nicky eyes is is a mob guy and good fellows. he's a very he's, he's not in a lot, but he makes a big impression
0: mm-hmm.
10: he he has big glasses so anyway in this in the spin off, turns state's evidence just like um Henry Hill, but his family gets um uh, sent to Peoria and he opens up an autometrist uh place and but then he gets sucked into local crime scene and becomes a crime boss and all all the while he's keeping his optometry business going and uh it was gonna be called the eyes have it.
2: It's a pretty good name. That's a pretty good name. But it did not yeah, go it, it didn't was, it didn't go yeah. to it didn't get picked up or what happened?
10: The actor John Manca, he, he was apparently a, a, a big uh free Madonna and he wanted more than um
2: doubt Italy would give him so he's a big Madonna yeah, yeah, prima donna, prima donna. Okay.
10: Yes, yes. Anyway, the song in in Goodfellas, it, it, from what I remember, went like this: I got six different broads all across town. I'm knocking them up and I'm shutting them down. They all want to know who I love best, but I tell them they can't pass the test because I love you, ma. I want to be with you. Pretty cool song, right?
2: That would have been amazing. It's, so that's not on like the DVD or the Blu-ray. No, no. Okay. The
10: songs the songs, never made it into these movies at the end because the studios always got cold feet at the last second. Otherwise, <laughs> movies as we know them would be pretty different.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow, that's, that's okay. very interesting. And the footage...
10: Is. and all that footage is long gone, and the documentary, you know, is
2: gone too. That's what. That's too bad. It's what. What could have been?
10: Yeah, I'm getting a weird vibe from you.
2: What 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 do you mean a weird vibe? I don't know what you mean.
10: You think I made all that up, don't
2: you? I mean, I had never heard of it. It's. It's. I. I. I kind of, no, I like movies and I kind of follow that stuff closely. So I'm, I'm pretty surprised by it, but I didn't immediately think you were a a liar. I I don't know. Okay. Well, Tom, I did make it up.
10: You. um, Okay. Why? I'm sorry. It's. It's a holdover from my youth when I was a full-on coin-operated bitch to everybody.
0: Okay.
2: You were uh, okay. What made you a coin-operated bitch?
0: I was, I was
10: just a miserable jerk, and I, I just couldn't let kids like things that they like. You know, I, I had, I felt so insecure that I had to get in a dig, like, like um, if a kid. Said he loved the new Motley Crue album. I'd say, oh man, that's too bad. Yeah, I I read an interview with Nikki Six where he said they were trying to make the worst possible record that they could that would appeal to the dumbest people out there.
2: (laughs) What do you mean, right? No, that is that's pretty hurtful. You would you take their you take the thing that they loved and felt the need to to just maybe make them feel bad about it.
10: Yeah, yeah, and then the kid would get upset, and he'd ask to to see the magazine that the interview was in, and I'd say that my mom put it on top of the fridge, and I couldn't reach it.
2: Sure, which seems to be a maybe a running theme through your life. It, I
10: advise anyone out there to use it. it it's it's so weird that people kind of don't question it. Like they they don't want to know anymore after you say that, right?
2: Sure. That you you say that, and they just go, Yeah, I'm a, I. Let's move on. Exactly, like, like yeah. Rather yeah. than rather than entering your weird orbit,
10: my realm, yeah. Like, yeah. what sick universe does this guy exist in? Yeah, so it's pretty cool.
2: And now I'm in it.
10: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, hey, you know, can I borrow whatever? Oh, my 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 wife left it on on top of the. And I can't get to it. It gets mm-hmm. you out of anything. Like you don't have to do anything.
2: Uh, um, it's pretty wild, hey, but
10: you know what? It is. You know. You know who would be all over this idea of big musical numbers in movies that we don't think had musical numbers
0: in them? Who's that? Jake Fogelnest Jake Fogelnest or um,
10: <laughs> should I say? Fake
2: Nest. Well, that, that's not, that's, I mean, I don't know, fake, his, no, his name is Jake he's a and he's a good guy. I don't know why you would call him fake Joglenest. I'm not, I'm not, well, I'm not into we that.
11: Have,
10: well, he and I have major beef over at the Alan Carr Reddit page, and um, to be honest, I think he's rallying his allies to have
2: me iced. I can feel it. He's rallying, he's rallying his, to, to have you iced? You mean like straight up? I,
8: you mean like,
0: up. like Yes.
10: Yeah. I mean, you, you, you have no idea what this army of satin jacket wearing guys is, is, is like they are, it's like clockwork. I don't say clockwork orange. It's clockwork purple.
2: Okay. I didn't I didn't know. I didn't know anything about this. You know what? What's that, Brian?
10: You can't talk to me like that.
2: I can't talk to you. I first of all, I don't know how I'm talking to you that would be so offensive, but Very dismissive.
10: Very dismissive.
2: Uh I, I would beg to differ with that, but I'm more intrigued now by why i can't talk to you that way why who who are you
10: because, because i'm the subject of a shout network
2: movie of the week you wait okay shout the shout network as a movie you're the subject of one of their movies of the week yes yeah I, I, please i need to know more about this
10: well it's called light camera betrayal and and it's it's about a a very recent section of my life
2: okay please i'd like to hear more
10: well honestly i i can't say a lot about it because it it hasn't aired yet all right but um um my god the the last seven years of my life have been an exact cross between the movies Broadcast News, Fatal Attraction, and The Stepfather.
2: That's a that's a weird combo. Broadcast News, Fatal Attraction, and The Stepfather.
10: Yeah. Um, can I nutshell it for you?
2: I would love that. I'd love to have this nutshelled.
10: All right. Tom, my name is Brian Devereaux. That's um, Devereaux, not Boudreaux.
2: Okay. Okay, Devereaux.
10: Yeah. Hey, speaking of, have you heard the new album from Duffy Boudreaux?
2: I have not. Duffy Boudreaux. Oh my the- god.
10: Well. Well, he's he, he's pretty much the best Cajun fiddler out there.
2: Okay. He's a.
10: Yeah. This guy he, 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 he's so good he makes Zydeco Hugo look like Zydeco Alphonse.
2: That's good. That's a good that's a good fiddle
0: player. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So but you're so, Devereux. Uh,
3: take a little sip there.
10: Yes, yes. Um so anyway, fr- from twenty fifteen to twenty two I was the lead anchor on KVHTV news, ABC's affiliate in Fort uh, Collins, Colorado. Okay. Oh my god, Tom, what an amazing time. And um god, we had, I just had such a great time. I was it was like being a local rock star. It was really amazing. A special time.
2: To be to be the to be a, a part of the news uh
4: team
10: yeah yeah but um tom with massive local celebrity comes massive local temptation and um i succumb to it like eddie trunk at a half price walmart cargo short sale
2: that's 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 uh that's the definition of Uh, temptation for a guy like eddie Trunk. it's major yeah
10: yeah so basically When I started the job, I was married to a great gal with two great kids. And when everything came crashing down seven years later, I was married to three great gals with upwards to six kids.
2: Well, that sounds like a twist. Yeah. Um, You know, I'm not going to sugarcoat
10: it. It was a crazy time. And um, I strayed from my partner like John Oates on performance and mustache enhancing drugs.
2: You just, yeah, that's, again, temptation is something else.
10: It is. And it it's like that super cool thing Bruce Willis said to Ed Norton, you try keeping a marriage together when 25 is still on the menu.
2: That's, yeah, that's a real fun. Uh,
0: yeah. Mm. Pretty cool. Hmm.
10: But you know, I, uh, I I not only hosted the news, I, I covered a lot of entertainment that came through the area, you know, movies and concerts. I um did swings with with some very notable female FPs over the years.
2: Okay. Like like any any names?
10: Um Mark Helgenberger, uh Mariska Hargate, Jane Weedland.
2: Pretty good lineup that's, that's impressive
10: Hey speaking of um, Speaking of Jane Whedland, Did I read in Viority that you Wrote a hard R Script about the Go-Go's What's what
2: that there Yes yes there was something that when I was younger I wrote uh, Kind of like a fan fiction uh, Ooh. Thing about the Go-Go's Yeah when I was 13 Ooh, I'd love to. I'd lo- I'd love to read it. I'm, I'm sure you would. I'm trying to. Okay. Not 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 oh. uh, not exactly sharing that one around.
10: Well, look, I completely identify because there's one incident in this in this movie. Of the week, I know they shot it. I'm just praying it's not in the final cut.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I,
10: I I know what it's like to be embar- embarrassed.
2: Okay. What well, what what is that moment?
10: There's, there's no way I'm going to tell you about this. Well, I'm just you, not you, going. To. Look,
2: you can't you can't lead 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 the whole thing on and then just not tell it like that, Brian. I
10: I can't.
12: I can't. I can't.
2: Come on, Brian. Okay.
10: So I, I'm out for a romantic dinner with wife number two, and this is why I'm still married to wife number one. Okay. And future wife number three, who I'm seeing on the side,
0: mm-hmm.
10: she tra- she tracks me down at the restaurant and has the maitre d deliver an envelope to me at the table.
2: Okay.
0: Well, and we-
10: I open the envelope. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Tom. It's a very pornographic photo of future wife number three, and. I look at the photo and I go, Yuck! And, and I drop the photo on the table. Wife number two sees it. And and so she's furious because of the naked photo of another woman and future wife number three who's been at the bar the whole time watching this. She's furious because I totally blanched at the dirty photo. Mm-hmm. That's and, uh and Tom um Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's it's crazy. In my defense, I I didn't know what it was. Her her bathing suit area was at a weird angle, so. Mm.
2: You don't have to. You don't have to explain. If if you had a reaction, okay. I really I, I'd, ra- I'd rather not. I'd really rather.
6: Exactly.
2: You, you keep that okay. one to yourself. I don't want
10: to talk about that. Yeah. Okay. I uh, eventually calmed. I calmed her down, and we got married, and we and we had a couple of kids, and. Thankfully, we set up our our new life far enough away from the other two families, and I was able to keep all of it separate. But you know, it, it, it was rough. I was trying to keep three separate families functioning and keeping them from finding out about each other. All the while, I'm doing my full time job on on the on the news,
2: mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Sure.
10: Oh, uh, so Tom, I, I know it sounds like a lot of fun, but but it was crazy. I was getting by on like on 45 minutes of sleep a day.
2: Wow. That's, that's nothing. Jeez. Because, because yeah. you, you were yeah. so, I, I was literally, did you're juggling all of these, all of so these much. elements? Oh, it was
10: nuts. I, I, I was literally subsisting on chocolate donuts sprinkled with cocaine
2: yeah, that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound like, uh, like you're gonna, uh, like that could sustain.
10: No, they were filled with cocaine also.
2: Okay. So they were like, they were like chocolate, like a, like a chocolate cream donut, but it had cocaine inside. Yeah. yeah. As well as on top yeah. of yeah. it. Yeah. And
10: it doesn't, it didn't, yeah, it didn't taste good. It was really, really kind of, almost like metallic. And and as a as a result, I was constantly ju- I was constantly like having these hallucinations. And at one point, I thought I was in the band. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. What was that like?
10: Well, in the in the hallucination, I, I replaced Steve Howe on the guitar, and I was mad because I wanted the band to sound more like Up on the Sun era Meat Puppets.
2: Yeah and the rest of the band Wanted it to sound like
10: Well
2: um, John Anderson wanted it to sound like Meat Puppets too. Oh so he Okay well that's much Closer than I thought it was going to be uh, I thought he was going to just want it to sound I... like Yes but I didn't, I didn't even know John Anderson Wait, This is a dream I don't know why I'm uh, Thinking this is John Anderson probably doesn't know who yeah, the Meat I Puppets know. are You got me all caught up in this I not I don't know i yeah who
10: knows i don't know but like i said um light camera Bet- betrayal doesn't air until february 8th i think so um and i i told the shout network i, I wouldn't give any big spoilers before people see it
2: okay so I,
10: I can't really say all that much but uh you know it's funny Pe- people can't believe i'm promoting this thing because you know i kind of come off bad in it but then i, I tell them it's like Dude, I'm I'm like Trump. I'm playing fifth dimensional chess.
2: Fifth fifth dimensional chess.
10: Well, fifth dimensional snakes and ladders at the at the very
2: least. Okay, but we're 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 even past the idea of three like, D.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. So you're yeah, like, so you're, I'm, like I'm you're like Trump.
10: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big dog. And uh, you know, so I'm I'm promoting this thing because this is my ticket into the big leagues.
2: Wait, wait, say that again. What's your ticket?
10: It's my ticket into the big leagues.
2: I I got to know. Please tell me more about this ticket to the big leagues.
10: Well, not not to toot my own horn that much, but Mario Lopez has nothing on me when it comes to mindless chatter with actors about the challenges of voicing characters in today's hottest animated films based on yesteryear's hottest video games. hmm. Yeah, you
0: know,
10: they call them sweatpants movies.
2: Sweatpants movies, meaning. You're you're watching them in. You don't have
10: to get dressed up to do
2: them. Sure. No. Okay. Oh, oh, you're you, doing you,
10: the voices oh, in. Sweatpants.
2: To even okay, I don't know if you okay. So like the the process of making them is a sweatpants thing. You get to just wear sweatpants, show up, do the voice part, and then you're then you're done.
10: Right.
0: Yeah. Okay. For
2: me, the movie ten is a sweatpants movie. But. Hmm. Well, that's I don't like that. Um. That's like a different kind of sweatpants
0: movie. Sure is, but you know, so it,
2: it sure is.
10: It sure is, <laughs> and you know, I just want—I want that part of my life to really pan out because my other career ambitions were completely dashed. The music industry has done everything it can to. To thwart me at every turn,
2: Tom. Okay, like how is that? How is that happening?
10: The powers that be have shut down every band I've ever had, and it's always due to something incredibly minor and petty involving our names.
2: Mm-hmm. Tell yeah. I, I got you. Got to tell me more about this.
10: Well, okay. Well, here you know, just like over the years, i I've, I've had some bands, and uh, one was called uh, Tom patty
2: and the heartbreakers and that got shut down um what else was there uh wait hold on before you power i don't want you tom your band was called tom tom comma pad paddy p-a-t-t-y
0: yes
2: and the heartbreakers yes yeah yeah okay i could see how that that's not that's not great. That's not very yeah. ethical. No. Well,
10: yeah, it's a it's a name. Then there was there was my Chemical Romans, mm-hmm. uh, Jim E Hendrix, Blue Oyster Colt, C O L T, like the horse,
0: mm-hmm.
10: Circle Jorts, Sang of Fourteen.
2: The wait, the Circle the Jorts. Uh huh. Okay, and what what's the you? Are there more that you did this? There's a couple more. The Beatles with
10: two E's, uh, Bob, Marley, and the Whale Herds.
2: Hey, but, say that when you started. It sounds like you started to get very sad recalling that one.
10: I, well, I got sad I got sad and thirsty at the same time, which is a very interesting experience. Um, Bob, comma, Marley, and the Whale Herds.
2: What is a whale herd?
10: Like a, a, I guess technically it would be a school of whale.
2: That's so sketchy. A
10: group of whale. yeah. Well, okay, then there was um, Ice Cube, Fleetwood
2: Max. Fleetwood R- Max. R-E-N. Uh-huh. Fleetwood, so. so yes. And uh, any others, any others? Uh wait,
10: yeah, there are a couple more. Uh, R-E-N, uh Iced tea, Fly in the Family Zone. Um, fly in the Family Zone? Fly. S L Y in the Family Zone.
2: I this okay. Very shady.
10: Um Diana Ross in the soup reams.
2: What is a soup ream?
10: I don't really know, but it 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 kind of works.
2: I guess it implies something that maybe it's like, oh, I don't know what that is. You kind of go there yeah. instead of realizing, oh, this guy made this up because it sounds somewhat real.
10: Well, they don't realize that until they actually get in in the venue. Um, mm-hmm. There are a couple more. Uh, Jethro's tall. Jethro's tall. The replacements. Paul Revere and the Razors, uh, Sleater Kenny, Craftwork with a, uh, an O, um, Bill Haley and the Comics.
8: Mountain
10: Bill Haley and the Coach. Comics.
8: Bill
12: Haley at the
8: Comics. Uh-huh. Okay. um, The Descendants,
10: but with an A, Muddy Walters, Big Stark, Rocket from the Crick, Hoosker dude. Rocket
2: from the creek, like the Raymond like a Groupies. creek. Yes. Okay. And what was Hoosker Dude? Yes.
10: Raymond Groupies. Um, Public Image Unlimited. Dinosaur Senior.
0: <laughs>
10: Dead Milkman. Bong Jovi. Bon. The Poof Eye Eaters. Oh man,
2: this is. This is very. You know people sketchy.
10: say it, it's I. Yeah. Oh no, I'm. You know, I... People say it, it, it's, it's I. Yeah.
2: yeah. So it's
10: like, um, um, what? Uh, there are a couple more Van Helen Teenage Fun Club, Fire Straits, but spelled A I G H T S, Echo and the Buddy Men,
2: Guided by Vices, and the Humane League to name just a couple. To, yeah just a couple how did you have time to do all of these that's wild i don't and, know you make time to do to do it you, you make time to do what you love oh i guess so i mean i do know that's very true so that makes sense i feel that question was uh, <laughs> fully addressed um and,
10: well,
2: I think it was. yeah what was what was the what's the ramification of of this
10: well, you know, it's uh, I, I can't continue doing business as that band. And I'll tell you, if they shut down my new band, I'll be flagrantly livid.
2: Okay, what is your new band?
10: We're called Bad
2: Brian's. your name is Brian, that's actually the closest one uh, that you've said, because your name is Brian, and yeah. you're and you're not a good guy.
10: Well, I disagree with that. Wait till you hear about our logo.
2: What's the logo?
10: So It's a lightning bolt hitting the Pentagon.
2: Yeah, that's deceptive. Well, you know,
10: basically, it's my last band, but with a new bass player and a new name. Okay. We played... Um, the Fast Times at Ridgemont High soundtrack in its entirety. That was that was our set.
2: The bad Bryans. Yeah. I don't like this. I think I maybe our, na- our
10: our our name for the Fast for the Fast Times band kinda held us back.
2: Okay, and what was that?
10: You we were called, I hope you had a hell of a piss, Arnold.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a rough one on a marquee.
10: It is too, yeah. Um, Oh, man, speaking of rough ones. Yeah. I found some lyrics I wrote when I was 13. Oh, my God.
2: Well, well, tell me about these lyrics.
10: All right, well, so (laughs) I'm only going to tell you about one. It's called Seen from a French Restaurant. Not too lazy, right?
2: No, no, no. That sounds wholly original.
10: Yeah, yeah. So um, it, it appears to be sung from the point of view of a man trying to save his relationship.
2: Okay. And you're 13 I, at I, the I'm time. I'm only going to give you
10: 13, 13. Keep in mind, 13, no world experience. Um, so the first two lines are, or, or first verse, want to pull you near as I hold back tears, knowing I've lost you. Be you ready? As a lover. Gross. When you saw me look, I know. When you saw me looking through that magazine, I knew you were gone forever.
2: Tom, I, I thought cheating was looking at pictures of ladies in a catalog. This is this. The idea of being a child, and you're right. You're you're attempting to write this nuanced tale of a of a relationship in peril. Right. Weird. That's weird,
0: Brian. Very weird.
10: So so weird. Yes. And now we talk about the logistical issues of of this of this song, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm
10: I'm trying to save I'm trying to save a relationship with a last ditch candlelight dinner at, at a nice French restaurant. If okay. so I'm lucky, I'm a paper boy, right?
2: Yeah, you're you're hoping to get a job as a paper boy at this point
10: hoping yes yeah so and and also how how did i get to this place i'm in seventh grade it's like uh mom um can can you pick me up after wrestling practice and drop me off at la residence and then wait two hours for me Mm -hmm. what's happening
2: yeah you're hoping yeah we it is weird it is weird so so bizarre so crazy Oh no! Wait, what? What is it, Brian? What? Uh, what is oh it? no! Brian, what on earth is happening?
10: Um, oh man, um, I, I don't know if you if you know who Matthew Thompson is. Do you?
2: Oh the the head of the of the shout network. Yeah, of course. Yes, yeah,
10: yeah. I, this guy is like like the David Miscavige of television. He's he's unhinged and. Basically, he must have heard me giving micro spoilers about lights, camera, betrayal tonight with Mm -hmm. you. Okay. He's he's standing out in my front lawn. You know how people do that thing where they have their palm open and then they're hitting the palm with like some blunt object, right?
2: The scariest.
10: Baseball bat.
2: The scariest.
10: So scary. Oh, he's doing that for how so much with my really sick
3: NDA I had to
2: sign. Oh no! What? Okay, so he's what is he? Um, he, so he, oh man, you are you got to watch out, dude.
10: I'm I'm physically in peril, and I'm I'm legally in peril too.
2: Oh man. Oh no! What are you gonna What are you gonna do?
10: I think i might just i don't know i think i might just jam
2: well that was i was not expecting that yeah they are, i guess we lost them okay fair enough fair enough he had the jam He jammed on the way out Good old Brian How's everybody doing tonight? We've reached the halfway point of the show It's a three hour extravaganza I want to just tell y'all First of all, it's the best show Thanks for listening The phone number is 201-989-0012 We're doing the show from the mighty city of Los Angeles. The home of entertainment. The place where you come if you got a dream. If you want that dream to come true. We're talking about giving the finger on the show tonight. That's, uh, that's there if you want to call in and talk about that. We'll take some more calls in a minute. But first, I want to just say this. There's a Patreon for the show, patreon.com slash the best show. That's how you support the show. $5 gets you the audio with no ads. $10 gets you the video with no ads. And there's all sorts of bonus content up there. Stuff like you wouldn't believe. We work very hard to pay you back for your kindness and dedication to the show. That's all well and good. Do we have the John Gentle trailer? Can we show that, please? We
4: do. We're ready for
13: it. Well, let's show it then, Andrew. I think I did a similar thing where I've written about 176 uh, episodes of MASH that, that were never filmed.
3: That's fan fiction.
13: Okay. So I am a fan fiction author.
3: AI, you
13: totally are. Uh, would, would you like to join me in, in, in reading one of them?
9: Um, just because you work here more so I don't think I can read like your porn. I would love to hear in the voice of the of um There was the a author. long
13: day at the four oh seven seven unit. Captain John Diesel was new in the job, and replacing Hawkeye Pierce was no easy task in the surgery room, not to mention elsewhere on the base. The camaraderie was the furthest thing from his mind right now. An unexpected barrage of shell fire caused a medic truck doing a routine run in to stop an order for its driver and passengers to get themselves out of the truck and take cover. Diesel, who had been affectionately nicknamed Quill by his peers, due to his constant poetry writing, had noticed that one of them was Margaret Houlihan, who the guys called Hot Lips. Now is that smut?
9: You wrote this?
13: I. this is uh, this is not an actual episode of M.A.S.H. I wrote this.
9: M.A.S.H. is like a TV show, though, no? It's
13: the longest running TV show in the world. Idiot. <sighs> but it's not smut. Lulahan began tonguing him thoroughly.
2: But I can! The John Gentle Show, exclusive to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash the best show folks this is what we're gonna do we're gonna play a quick song then we got a whopper of a guest dave hill's gonna be on the show let's listen to something by squid Wow, right? Right, everybody? Right? Right? I told you. I told you. Squid, UK band houseplants. Get them over here. Get them on the best show. I want to tell you one thing, everybody. When it comes to guests, it's usually just a complete nightmare here on the best show. One's worse than the next. I just tell you. There was a guy. We had on the show Who saw Most of the Fast and Furious films That's the biggest guest we've had in two years On the show But the streak of flops Losers, failures being on the show It ends tonight Because we finally got A freaking home run Of a guest on the show For once in my life I get to experience greatness And that greatness comes in the form Eight letters. D A V E H I L L. Dave Hill is on the show. Oh my goodness! Look at that. It's Dave Hill. As I live and breathe. How are you, Dave?
7: Good. I'm great. How are you doing, Tom? Thanks Good. for having me. Oh no, you're it's so too nice. kind.
2: It's so nice to see you. I'm sorry I missed you when you were in town. I was sick with something called COVID.
7: Oh, I'm yeah. I'm so sorry to hear that.
2: Well, don't worry. I still have it. And I'm just Whoa. spreading it along It's I figure it's like the kind of thing You want to share with people Yeah it's a fun Thing to share No I don't have it anymore Or do I Um. <laughs> so Dave How was your Los Angeles trip
7: It was It was pretty good you know I I I uh, I. I, I, had a, I had a nice time I did some shows I did Kevin McDonald's Uh Hilarious musical superstar. I did uh, a show of my own. I I, had, I ate a lot of food. I drove around,
2: mm. like the entourage. You play entourage. You play meow no no meow meow, meow, meow meow as you drive down the Sunset Strip. i Bow, did, yeah. yeah. Meow, yeah. <laughs> now that what is that? That's porno for Pyros or Jane's Addiction? Who is that? Oh yeah, it is porno for Pyros. Yeah, You're right. Great. I call, whenever I see them, I always yell out, theme from Entourage. <laughs> <laughs> Can you, wouldn't that be the grace you see? Like they reunite and they do a show and you just start yelling, Do the Entourage song, the Johnny drama. <laughs> Play the Johnny <laughs> drama.
7: My friend Stuart Ross named them, I just learned.
2: He named Porno for Pyros. Yes. Wow.
7: He was. Working with Jane's Addiction Okay And Perry Farrell was Looking at a A catalog I guess for fireworks or something And he said oh porno for pyros And that That's the story Stuart told me That's amazing But uh I think they claim someone else said it Yeah well But I'm here. the breaking news
2: I'm gonna believe Stuart on this one
7: I believe Stuart,
2: yeah, now, Dave, I just want to say one thing. you are set up this shot you framed somehow, encapsulate everything you ever need to know about Dave Hill behind it you is. I, there's I fashion on it all day there's fashion behind you on yeah. one side, there's guitars on the other side. This is your entire universe. In one it's frame, the full
7: range. Though I hope it's this is my girlfriend's clothes and then okay. my dirty laundry. You can't really see and then yeah, some guitars. Okay,
2: I was going to ask you about that one with the floral sleeve. Looks pretty cool. The
7: oh, this one?
2: No, that. Well, that one's nice. But keep going over toward the clo- No, the other way there. Keep going there. Almost no, not that one. Oh, there, you see it right. You're almost, there it is, yes, that one What is that? Is that a skirt?
7: It looks like a, it's a dress, I think I've actually never seen it before
2: I like that Well, that's a very cool uh, thing But you know what? Yeah. We, we wouldn't expect any less from you Now, Dave I,
7: Yeah, I demand busy patterns in my home
2: People say, what does Dave Hill do? And I say, what doesn't Dave Hill do? That's a shorter list We might as well list the things Dave can't do <laughs> because the things Dave can do is act, host, rock, write, perform. It's you're you're like the it's it make it it's not any mystery that you tend to gravitate toward entertainers through the continuum of showbiz. It's like a Dick Cavett a, is a friend of yours.
7: Oh yeah, he's. He's a good buddy of mine because I mean like somebody
2: with wide ranging interests and, and enthusiasms because that's you, you have, you've, you've managed to incorporate the things you're interested into the things you do. And it's a very, it's not the easiest thing to do. And it's, you do it with an ease also, which is very impressive.
7: Oh, well, you know, I, I had to because if I if I just did one of the things, I'd probably be in big trouble. Mm-hmm. So just combine everything all into one.
2: Now, does it ever get frustrating? I, I know because I'm not unlike you in that regard. You do you do this, you do that, whatever. Where you go, where you're interested. Sometimes it's hard to convey who you are, though. In that regard, people are just like, well, what? Is-? Like if you did one thing, then it's like, oh, Dave does the thing, and then everybody, if they want the thing. They think of you for the one thing. But you do a bunch of things. Is yeah, it?
7: yeah. Well, I don't think it's that I mean, I yeah, people always say that, but I don't know. I just think I'm just a, a simple man from Cleveland.
2: <laughs> See, this <laughs> is this is the this is the humble routine. This is he's the folksy just yeah, homespun
7: uh, Midwestern ways. Mm-hmm. It's like re it's
2: like but you're like uh lonesome roads in uh in the uh, face in the crowd, you is a cracker barrel just Mister Mister old <laughs> folksy dude, but you know what time it is? Sure. <laughs> now you you can't. Okay. I'm sorry. No, no, you can't, You can't. What?
7: Oh, uh, I was headed nowhere, Tom. Okay. It was just uh, you know I was, I was just gonna say more uh, Cleveland stuff. You know, you've
2: written four books now. Four.
7: Yes, the, the the fourth one just came out a couple months ago.
2: Now this book is called "The Awesome Game," and it's a book about you, the sport you call the most beautiful sport on earth, hockey.
7: It's true, ice hockey. Yeah, it's it's really the only sport I like. I mean, okay. I, I I don't actively, un, you know, dislike any sports. I don't think, but I yeah, it's it's true. Really, I I love it. I grew up playing my grandfather was Canadian, so mm-hmm. he kinda had to like it to I d- to ingratiate
2: myself with him. Sure. Now your third book was about getting in touch with your
7: Canadian roots. Yeah, because Parking the Moose. Uh yes. yeah, that book, because my grandfather, he was from Ontario and you know, Tom, as were raised uh you know, growing up where I don't I'm we're taught like uh you know America is the greatest country, the greatest thing that's ever happened. But yeah. my grandfather always taught us that Canada was the greatest country. So wow, that's wild. I always, I always thought I th- until I was about twelve. I was convinced mm-hmm. of it, and then he died, and I kind of forgot. And then, so yeah, that book was kind of seeing if he was right. Sure, it's
2: a, it's actually amazing because you're you're absolutely right. As a as a, an American kid. You just get it drilled in your head that this is the best place on Earth. Every other place kind of sucks in, <laughs> yeah. a different, in a different way. There's good places, sure. but trust me, this is the best place on Earth. And if you don't agree, you might want to leave then.
7: Exactly. I, w- I would argue that it's, it's this line of thinking that's caused us problems, but that's my hot take on it.
2: I don't think that's that hot of a take. I think that's a very logical take <laughs> that you have a bunch of people clomping around thinking that they that they won somehow without winning. They didn't play a game, but they like are like we won.
7: Yeah, exactly. Don't ever, I mean yeah,
2: don't ever imply I'm not a winner because I won. It's like, well, how? Do, tell me about this victory of yours. Well, <laughs> I was born. In the United States, and that's kind of where my story stops game over yeah, game over, <laughs> I win so you uh, you know so your grandfather would talk about Canada, and that that kind of you had this other perspective in your head. Where did hockey fit into that that uh that that, was, that I... varies because because hockey in America is not the most automatic popular sport you have football baseball basketball then generally hockey comes up fourth if not fifth behind
7: soccer i think it's like technically number six in my my tireless tireless research Mm -hmm. because if you if you count college football as its own okay entity Mm -hmm. um but but no i think i think i got into it you know partially because of him but also Uh, cause I really wasn't very good at, you know, it was kind of like, I was like, I'll go over here and play this other sport that no one has any interest in. Sure. And that can be my thing. There was like two other kids in school who played.
2: But as a kid, you put on the pads and you, the skates and you
7: did it. I did. Yeah. I played until my sophomore year in college and you might appreciate this Tom. I was, we were playing. I don't know. I went to Fordham in the Bronx, and we were playing, you know, Marist or SUNY Purchase, one of the schools. Uh, okay. And all my friends were seeing uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Faith No More, and Royal Crescent Mob wow. in, at the Ritz okay. in New York. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I want to be at that concert. This was like, uh, you know, before the Red Hot Chili Peppers were where the red hot chili peppers we know of today. Yes. This which is which is to say, you know, off not as good.
2: Look, I'm here in Los Angeles. I'm here in Los Angeles. They might run me out of town if I say anything bad about the red hot chili peppers. I've never seen a place more defensive of their hometown. Imagine if you were in in New York and you said, "Hey, the Ramones suck." People go like, "Okay, that's it's you're you're entitled to that opinion." Here, you're supposed to accept that the red hot chili peppers are awesome. And even if you thought they sucked, you're supposed to have made your peace with it to finally have realized, eh, they're not so bad. Like you're supposed yeah. to have wrapped your head around it by this point.
7: I just, at this point, I just do what I did when I was a kid and I just liked a guitar. I just tune out, I just listen to John Freshante. That's what I, that's how, that would be my tip.
13: Yeah.
2: My friend oh, my friend Eric, a very talented artist who's going to have a show coming up in New York. We'll talk more about that. Eric White. He brilliantly has made these Red Hot Chili. He takes a Red Hot Chili Peppers album and has Anthony Kiedis removed from it. So you're listening to this band, which is a killer band, Flea yeah. on bass, John Frusciante on guitar, Chad Smith on drums. That's an amazing band.
7: I think I would argue that they would be a bigger band if they released the albums. At least a bigger band with me and and you and
2: people with with taste. several other people. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that I we would be. Yeah, and it's great. The stuff is honestly impressive because you hear the musicianship without. That uh, lunkhead going <laughs> over the top. Now,
7: what happens though? If you like tomorrow, yeah, you're at a coffee shop, mm-hmm. and Anthony Kiedis walks in, and he's like, "Tom, yeah, I just want to say, I was a huge fan." Okay,
2: until I until would... last night's show. You know what I would say to him? You've polluted the world long enough. You don't get any grace. There will be no grace for you. First of all, I'll say to him, take the bowler hat off. You're not Charlie Chaplin. He walks around with his bowler hat on now. Really? He, oh, yeah. Here, I'm going to pull. Can, I have a picture. I took a picture of a billboard. of Because the Red Hot Chili Peppers are doing a concert at a casino. And I saw the billboard, and I was like, you got to be kidding me with this one. Here we go. I'm going to send it to I'll send it to Brett and then you Brett if you could Let's see. I'll send it to the to the Brett to I'm going to send it to the group right now of a red hot chili pepper thing and Anthony Kiedis in it. You'd think he was in some sort of vaudeville witness relocation uh program. <laughs> he's It looks like he's Hiding in the oh twenties, that, that, sounds, that oh. there he is with the hat on. Wait till you see the oh, picture in this is? promo yeah. thing. He did yeah, the photo arrive?
7: Not, I just saw. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he disturbing. Yeah,
2: yeah. But red hot show. So you wanted to go to this red hot chili pepper show?
7: Well, I wanted to see raw crescent mob and sure. faith no more. Chuck Mosley was still the singer.
2: Yeah, so they were doing. We care a lot at that point, yes. And not, uh, they were not the the other dude, uh, Mister Bungle guy. What's his name? Mike Patton. Mike Patton. Yeah. So it was that when you felt the the pecking order of things in your life start to shift a little bit, where you're just like, "Mm, maybe hockey's not top of the list. Yeah, I was
7: like, well. I don't know. Everyone, you know, my teammates are really excited. And I, I was like, well, I would be more excited to be, they were excited about whoever were, you know, playing the game. And I was like, I just want to be at that concert. Yeah. And I want to say about that hat though, the bowler, this is that <laughs> hat. If I can back it up that, you know, and any of those kind of hats, like mini fedoras and stuff, I, There has to be a moment, and this is what's, aside from the way they look, is when the wearer of the hat, you know at some point, put it on in front of a mirror and and thought to themselves like, oh, this looks really cute. Yeah. And that's even more disturbing than the hat itself to me.
2: Well, Dave, look at that picture on the screen. Yeah, this is This is like a straight to video version of the usual suspects. <laughs> and cause each one this is like the young ones is what this is like the American young ones. Yeah, if John Frashante's like Neil. You've got it is. Yeah. Uh uh Chad Smith is Mike. Flea would oh, be gosh. Rick. <laughs> Look at that! But look at that hat. He's wearing a stovepipe hat, white sunglasses, and then he has a Zappa a soul patch and a mustache. Yeah, I don't
7: get yeah, it. It's all very wrong. Yeah, but yeah. So if the whole the picture gets worse as you go
2: to the the left. <laughs> yes, as you go left, it's like it's really like one of those things that charts the evolution of man, and it's like. <laughs> It's like, you start, at, you started Anthony Keyes, he's like the Cro-Magnon hunched over. And then then you end with Chad Smith. Or actually, maybe you go back down a little bit because you, you end with top of the pyramid is John Frusciante. Then maybe it starts to peak and descend again yeah. with Chad Smith. And yes. every everybody's always like, oh, Flea's a good guy. I'm sure he's a great guy. He would be wildly amazing to talk to and... And the, the things he's done musically, and the people he knows, amazing. One, one guy messing that whole thing up. <laughs> one guy clogging that's, up the works. Now, that's true. So that yeah, every I had that thing where suddenly I reached a point where I was like, well, the things I want to do. This ain't going nowhere if I'm interested in. Comic books and I was just like I think I like music now I'm putting these comic books away When I was like yeah. 10 or 11 I was just like There's no room because I liked comedy And I liked Just movies and TV shows And mu- And once music full on Popped for me I was just like there's not enough room For Spider-Man Anymore in this uh-
7: Yeah uh, Totally music I mean even though, you know, I kept playing hockey, I, music, like when I, I started, I mean, I, I became obsessed with Led Zeppelin when I was like seven and just increasingly more so, and then fun over the years, and then when I finally, when I was 13 and started playing guitar, I was like, oh, I never have to pretend to be into anything mm-hmm. ever again <laughs> to like... Fit it like I, I used to pretend. And again, nothing against football or any basketball or whatever. But mm-hmm. I used to pretend, pretend to be interested in those things, kind of as social currency. Sure. And then I learned Stairway to Heaven, and I was like, Oh, I don't ever have to care what the Brown score is ever again.
2: Yeah, you don't have to worry about that. That does not to be need to be at the front of your brain. Yeah.
7: And I never look
2: back. You never look back. What would you say if, if somebody said to you, Dave Hill, what's a Led Zeppelin song that that is not talked about much but will make your head explode? Celebration day,
7: probably. Yeah. Off
2: that's Led Zeppelin one. three. Led Zeppelin Jesus. three is the best. I'd say like it's... Tangerine off Led Zeppelin three. It's an amazing record. Do you like Celebration Day? Oh, I love
7: it. I love that. Let's Up on Three is one of my favorites. It's amazing, and I love. I mean, it's an amazing record. And the, well, I'm sure you know this. I'm just telling you stuff you know. But, I'll but say we're it talking
2: anyway. to them, Dave. We yes. know
7: this stuff inside and out. But I, I love that they made that record, and everyone, you know, nothing, you know, the critics still didn't care. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, okay, we'll just go make Loves up on four. Yeah. And then we just come back with like, you know, one of the biggest records of all time. All All time.
2: Yes. I would say sick again. If people want a song that they might not know the final song on physical graffiti, sick again, that's heavy duty. And that's like, if you move that up in the lineup, People would be all over sick again, would be uh, looked at very differently. It's because it's at the Mm -hmm. end of a double album. People, by that point, are why they're
7: a little tired. Yeah. Well, they don't, they're the, I mean, to my mind, they didn't make any record that wasn't great. Yeah. Some would say bold statement.
2: No, it's not to me again, not a bold statement to me. You're talking in facts. What if you took. Kidus and Plant and you did a freaky friday with them and you put Anthony Kidus in Led Zeppelin and Robert Plant <laughs> in the Red Hot Chili Peppers.
7: I think it would do wonders for the Red Hot Chili Peppers.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yes, I think there's that might be an upgrade. Thank you for finding the full the full photo everyone cuz I didn't get to see that Anthony Kiedis was in boxing shorts that say, what do they say across his, his uh,
7: Mo- monster energy drink? No,
2: looks like it. Yeah. And he's wearing gloves that look like he's uh, auditioning for the stage production of Tron. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, I just, I'm not sure what he's going for there. Um Wow. It's so weird. One. And, and this yeah. is a current photo. This is a brand new photo. This is where they're wow. at now. Like how they're in this photo, flees at the point where he's just like, I'm going to wear a tank top. He's like, <laughs> I don't feel like being naked anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm 59 years old. I think I'm going to wear a tank top today. <laughs> like, I'm like, John Frusciante is doing the two shirt move. He's got a short sleeve button down shirt with a long sleeve underneath it. And Chad Smith is now wearing a Black Sabbath, like a parking lot Black Sabbath shirt that looks like it's from what tour? That's like when Ian Gillen was the lead singer of Black Like That's like an 1986 Black Sabbath shirt when they were at at their low point and some sort of baseball cap.
7: Uh, yeah, they, they're aging gracefully. I like the two shirt move. Not a lot of people can pull that one off.
2: No, I feel it's like very John- rare. It's very rare who can pull off two shirts. Uh, Anthony it's Cumia an can pull off two shirts. Anthony Cumia <laughs> and John Franchante. That might be it. It's a very short list. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, what is your current with hockey? Where are you at with hockey now? Are you? A, are you? Do you ever lace
7: up? You put the skates on, you watch hockey? I'm, I'm glad you asked, Tom. Uh I lace up occasionally. I uh maybe like once or twice a year. I've still got it. No, um I, I played <laughs> I went and played with the current uh high school team. Uh you know, I went to St. Ignatius High School in Cleveland and we were like the bad news bears, mm-hmm. you know. Uh and and then now they're this amazing team. They win the state championships every year. So I went back and practiced with them as a, a rapidly aging mm-hmm. man, and uh, wearing a lot of the same equipment I had from high school. Wow! And they all came in, and uh, there was a bit of giggling. But I, mm-hmm. I I went. I scrimmaged with them.
2: So you're like the guy who shows up at like the skate park with like. A tiny skateboard Like one of those tiny old skateboards wooden, Yeah, wooden <laughs> yeah. steel wheels Yeah, and people are like What's that? You're like, it's a skateboard I got a skateboard <laughs> and it's just like Skateboards are four <coughs> times bigger now I don't know what you're doing, uh, Grandpa With that little skateboard um, Yeah, it was,
7: it was pretty sad But uh, yeah, what? it was like Field of Dreams I was like the player from the 40s Uh-huh, yeah And they were With the le- like um, a leather
2: Helmet or whatever. Yeah. Like
7: now, it was the coach, uh Pat O'Rourke, at the end of practice gave me his his gloves because he felt so bad for me. That's he was so neat. embarrassed. That's nice. Yeah, it was very nice. You should get them bronzed. I I in turn gave them away. Okay. Well then, I, I paid it forward. I was I went to Nairobi to play. There's one team in Nairobi. There it is. Mm-hmm. And I went, I went to Nai- Nairobi and played with the Kenya Ice Lions. And uh, there's not a lot of uh, hockey equipment stores in Kenya, as it turns out.
2: And that's like a cool runnings kind of situation.
7: It is. Yeah. There's uh, there's one team, and they mostly they mostly they're more of a club. They kind of play against each other, mm-hmm. but they're really good.
2: And then you look at those fresh faces you were lined up with there. Did you teach them anything? Uh... You teach them about uh, some heavy riffage, kind of to pay it, kind of spread the knowledge.
7: They're, they were not, I mean, very nice young men, but they mm-hmm. were not really, uh, I think they were just really confused as to what what I was doing there. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> so this was this kind of
2: foisted upon them.
7: Yeah, well, the, the, I came out, you know, we're all warming up and I'm trying to blend in, stretching out my groin and stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: And uh, the coach calls everyone in and uh, and he says, we have uh, uh, an alumnus, former, former St. Ignatius Wildcats varsity <laughs> ice hockey team alumnus here. Mm-hmm. He's one, one of the more well-known uh, graduates of the school, not for hockey. That was really stung. Yeah. Really stung. The qualifier. But uh but yeah. Yeah. But that was about it. Yeah. They just kind of nodded at there there is there is Pat O'Rourke. Yeah, there. That's it. He's led them to to multiple championships. Amazing guy.
2: Well, I'm glad you got to you got to close the circle a little bit on that.
7: I did. It felt felt good.
2: Now tell me about the bunny
7: shop, Dave. Oh, I'm glad you asked. That, during the pandemic, I started painting uh, various like hatchets and saws and things like that. My girlfriend and I were taking care of her mom in a tiny town in Ohio about an hour outside of Cleveland called Fairport Harbor. And I started buying these things at a flea market and just painting them. And then... It was just fun you know it was kind of distracting me from reality mhm and then um a friend of mine works in fashion, Corey Allard, and she wanted to start a clothing line and and she liked the pattern, so we did a few uh we 've done a few women 's dresses and we 've done a few men 's shirts and when it when it started, I think people thought it was like a long con, like some sort of joke. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> there we go there they are but we actually uh we actually yeah we do it it's it's very tiny we've only made like i think we've made three or four four men's shirts and then i think four dresses and some bags and things like that but it's but it's fun well those
2: are amazing
7: i love them Those are very cool thank you yeah it was just like a fun uh fun thing to do and where do people check out Where do people check out the clothing line? I'm glad you asked, Tom. At uh, thebunnyshops.com. Okay. There we go. If you want to get the the look. If you want the look.
2: Because you've (laughs) got, to quote Prince, you've got the look. And everybody knows Dave Hill. He brings two things to the table right off. He brings a hundred things to the table. First two things. He leads with... Talent and fashion is what Dave Hill leads with. Thank you, Tom.
7: You're too kind.
2: And you, uh, of course, there's another thing you have in common. You tell me whether I'm wrong on this. You are somebody with, uh, look, I'll just say I am. You tell me where you are with this, uh, this circumstance. I go on stage. I'm as comfortable as can be. I'm having a nighttime. I'm not nervous. I'm not on edge. I'm not scared. But there's some part of me, the old brow starts getting a little damp and I'm like something like I look like I'm in a, like I'm on a, like I'm being uh, cross-examined. But you would do a thing where you'd run around at the beginning of a show. Right. Am I right about this? Yeah.
7: Yeah. Well, I've actually started doing it again Okay, uh, because. uh. You're talking about like as a means to uh, kind of to mask the fact through. that I'm
2: sweating a little bit, even though I'm yeah, not totally. even remotely
7: nervous, like completely. Because I like I I enjoy you know performing and being on stage, but the idea of performing is completely horrifying to me. At every other second of the day, okay. Um, so, but I I know that I'm going to like it when it when it's happening. So, so, so I, uh, sure, keep going. But uh,
2: so it's a dread yeah. until the moment, and you're just like, ah, this is okay.
7: Yeah, and then and then uh, I did this. Sh- I did like the end the the like two weeks at the Edinburgh Fringe show, and I made this big like I guess sort of disco kind of song that I sing and dance around to and flail around and be an idiot. And I realized it was like a really good way to start the for I mean I think it was hopefully entertaining. Yeah. Um but uh it made it uh so I was like kind of by the time I stopped and mm-hmm. uh just started talking I was like okay I've been flailing around for a few minutes so yeah it's one kind of a nice warm up
2: I get it too one time I was on Mark Marin was doing a live WTF at the bell house I was one of the people on the panel, and I was super nervous about it. And the greatest thing I ever heard was when I got there. These words: the air conditioning is broken, because then we're all sweating. We're all oh, sweating. Yeah. So maybe guys like me—I'm not going to lump you in with this. I should pull a uh, pull a Pete Seeger get get a hatchet, smash a crap out of the air conditioning, and then there's no air conditioning for the night, and then we're all sweating, and then I don't look like there's something wrong with me.
7: <laughs> I thought you were going to say that the air conditioning was broken and they decided to cancel the no. show. No, they did the and show. You and were like, You're air- like, oh, thank God, because that's something I think of. I dream of, like, pipes breaking and stuff like that <laughs> all the time. <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, it wasn't that. I was just like, well now I get to go on stage and I'm covered in sweat. It's just like, well, so's everybody else. We're all in the same boat. Boy, guys, it's hot in here, huh, tonight? I'd be cool as a cucumber if this stupid air conditioning <laughs> wasn't broken. Um so now Dave, what
7: does a twenty twenty four hold for a Dave Hill? I'm glad you asked, Tom. Uh I think Next, well, I'm going. I'm going to Canada to do a few shows in a couple of days in Edmonton and Calgary. Okay. Where I'm considered a genius. Sure. And then. And on the best I, show, you're considered a genius. Just know that. Well, oh, you too. Thank you. And then I'm I'm going uh, with uh, Jason Narducci and Michael Shannon are doing the Murmur tour with which John Worcester. That's right. Of course, we playing drums. So I'm going to open uh, the East Coast tour of that from Athens to Boston. Amazing! That's gonna yeah, so be
2: so much fun. I wish I was able to see one of those shows. They're
7: not out here. I know. I don't know why that why the West Coast isn't happening. Maybe it will. Maybe but when uh, it does, I'm I cannot wait. Yeah, it's gonna be super fun. And, uh, and for
2: people who don't know, Michael Shannon, the actor, is also a musician. And Jason Narducci plays Bob Mould, and John Worster. The obviously, no, they they have a group where they're doing these REM covers like a full set though incredible complete real deal thing and they're doing some shows now dave is a part of that tour so check yeah yeah, so check that out if if, i think it's on the the eastern half of the country more or less is that fair to say it's it's very fair to say
7: yeah it's like athens carborough dc Ardmore outside of Philly, New York and Boston. So you've so, got uh, that. That's that. And then
2: Who knows then, what uh, else
7: is in the cards? Who I'm gonna do I go on tour with, in Ireland and the UK opening for Tenacious D, and that's gonna be really fun. That's so cool. Um I o I opened for them in the South in September on their spicy meat meatball tour, and so we're gonna go over there and do some shows and then uh And then I've I've been, uh, this is the thing sort of on the, there we go. There it is. There it is. Um, yeah, going, uh, sort of as an extension of my book or sort of like now that the, the awesome game book is out and I can't use my publisher's money to sort of like weasel my way into (laughs) hockey based scenarios, Mm -hmm. use, you know, use their money and influence. I, I've started trying well, I've succeeded a couple times but that my might be over playing the national anthem. My goal was to play the national anthem at a at an NHL game. And so I ended up doing the Cleveland Monsters A American Hockey League minor league game them and Toronto Marlies in Cleveland. And then when I was in LA, I ended up doing the Anaheim uh Ducks versus Maple Leafs. And I think I'm being sent down to the miners. It was very very polarizing. Okay. Turns out. Look. You don't
2: make an omelet without cracking
7: a few eggs, Dave. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh what do you Yeah, pre- it was very, turned out to be very controversial.
2: Dave, do you know who everybody liked? Bill Cosby.
7: That's yeah, look, look, look exactly. No, I I I I agree. I was I was uh I honestly did it for fun and thinking I would get good tickets mm-hmm. and for me and my friends. Yeah. And uh and I didn't really seek out any any information on any the <laughs> reaction of my anthems. And then people started sending <laughs> sending everything. Actually it was just Danny D, sure the of WFMU thing yeah. was uh sort of gathering information. He says hello, by the way. Well, tell uh, him I said hi, too. I will. You, pr- you probably yeah. just did. I probably just and, did, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was very, uh, people got really upset about it. Well, look, I, I was th- made fun of on national television in Canada for four and a half minutes straight the next day.
2: The, look, I just want to say this. If you have a friend and they do a thing and you see they're getting drilled publicly, don't mention it to them. You don't have to go to well, your friend and go, oh boy, they're <laughs> really giving you the, they're really saying <laughs> some bad stuff about you online, because sometimes you might know about it. Sometimes you just don't want to know about. It. Don't tell your friend, boy, they hate you on Reddit.
7: Well, I I was in this case, I was thrilled because to your point, um, you know, with with the arts, you know, being loved or hated is really where you want to land. I think mm-hmm. yes, so you don't don't want to just be merely liked.
2: No, you don't want to be mere, merely liked. No. Well, Dave Hill, you are a testament to greatness. Your book is out. I was I'm listening to the audiobook right now. It's amazing. It's oh, so entertaining. Everybody support Dave in all of his ventures and and in, in endeavors. He's uh, he's he's doing it. This guy's doing it. He's thank living you. the dr- LTD, living the dream.
7: <laughs> if I may be shameless, yeah. The hit movie Drunk Bus that I I play a character called Devo Ted in, I've just been informed is now on Paramount Plus and Tubi. Okay. I thought so, you were gonna say today the Oscar noms were out, and I thought you were gonna say Devo Ted is up for best supporting actor. Snubbed again. They snubbed keep snubbing. Again. Yeah. They keep every year they snub me you're gonna get there. You're gonna get there. I know it. In time, you know, it might yes. be you know when my looks fade and I have to rely solely. Oh, that's never happening. That's never. Well, happening. I'm talking about 40 years from now.
2: Oh, okay, all right.
7: That's when I lean into character actor. Sure. That's when I get the Oscar.
2: That's when the Oscar shows up. Now, Dave, thank you for coming on the show and telling us everything about this. And I hope you have the greatest year. You've got so much exciting stuff going on. It's going to be amazing
7: thank you so much for having me it's nice to see you hopefully i'll see you in person one of these days i can't wait when you're out here you let me know i will all right buddy i'll uh we'll talk to you soon thanks excellent okay thanks so much good night everybody all right bye-bye
2: this guy's a good guy dave one of the good guys in show business one of the good guys um hey to the production staff is wes in the other room
5: yeah he's right can here
2: can you just wes can you relay this to wes or can wes hear this he, he can hear yeah this one camera this main camera is flashing and it's really annoying there's something flashing and i kind of can't look at it and concentrate okay thanks Yeah, there's something going on with it. Because we got cameras everywhere. Cameras everywhere. That camera, it's just like, it's not doing it this second, but there was something on it just flashing. Like on the top, like over by the birthday we tricked you we trapped you oh, do, do you. you we got you in the studio oh, with a cake see birthday, birthday. it's do wes's birthday oh, see how we brother. do it
4: happy birthday here. Oh.
2: wes We got you. Happy birthday, oh, Wes. Well, thank you very See, much. That was a trick.
8: Oh, man. That's so kind of you. You were like,
2: what's wrong with this camera? Well, that was just, yeah, you, you, <laughs> you got, got me. me. Yes. You got me. No, this is exciting. Oh, Happy boy. birthday. Thank you. Should I, should I blow yeah, it up? Yeah, please. All right. Well, I got to think of a wish. You make a wish. There you go. Wow. Thank you so much. Of course. Now, everybody, Wes, if you like any of the visuals on this show, any of that stuff, that's Wes. Right, Brett? Oh, it's all Wes. It's all Wes. That's his present. Okay, we got a present for you there also. Oh, my. The cake isn't just the look. present. Wow, it's a lovely looking cake. Look at that, yeah. Oh, my. What's that? Oh, wow, look at that.
8: This is a t-shirt from the world's greatest model train store. Okay, yeah. The Train Shack. The
2: Train Shack.
8: Right here in Burbank. Amazing. Wow
2: oh wow that is fantastic now wes you look at that that is Would so you look yeah. at that well you know what amazing there's no it's incredible the best show in 2024 oh. 2023 2024 is not what it is without you um, and i am that's kind of yeah. truly grateful for everything you do for the show so happy birthday thank
8: you it's been uh it's been very fun it's,
2: it's such a, a fun good place time. to be yeah and you came in today wearing a cape.
8: I did a, a cape that my girlfriend made
2: yes. me for my thirtieth birthday. Amazing the cape yes. you came in. I was like, "Who's in the cape? What's going on here?" Is, uh, it's it's who I am this year. <laughs> Entering my thirties with a cape. That's when you know you're kind of like a cape makes sense. As yeah, I, I think, move forward.
8: I, yeah, I, I think it fits me as a as a person.
2: Well, that's that's who I'm going to be now. Look, God bless you, Wes. God bless you. Now, do we have my... Are people here that want to sit in the room? Right? Yes? No? Bring everybody in. You don't have to share that cake with anybody, too. You can just take that thing home. I know they're going to all be like, cut the cake, cut the cake. Wes, if you want that cake, you take the cake home. Okay, thanks. No, you you better share the cake. There's some real cake. Cake heads here Let's go to the phones And bring that everybody We can sit in the chairs and do the thing We're going to have fun for the rest of the show A great night here Happy birthday to Wes Hello best show Hello Hello hi to whom am I speaking Hi
3: this is
2: Casey from Los Angeles Casey from Los Angeles How are you doing tonight Casey Hi I'm okay How are
3: you
2: I'm good, I'm good What part of Los Angeles Are you in Casey? Oh,
3: I'm in Westwood
2: Westwood, fancy near that movie theater, right? Uh,
3: that
2: fancy movie theater Yeah,
3: the uh The, the, the one in uh, Once Upon a Time in, in Hollywood Yeah And probably other movies
2: And I'm other once movies Once Upon a Time in Hollywood <laughs> That's the theater that Sharon Tate went to. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Now, do you have something for the topic,
4: Casey?
3: I do. I I have something for the topic, and I also just wanted to say thank you for answering my question so generously in the most recent episode of Ask Tom.
2: Ooh, I did. What was your question? Um,
3: you did. I. My question was about. I. It, I've been here in LA for a little over a year at this oh, point. Oh.
2: Yes, I remember. And this my question. question
3: was about how the hell to uh, make this place feel like home. I'm mm. also from the East Coast. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I. I just really appreciated your answer. Um, yeah. Yeah. And well. I've since been kind of trying to be a little more like intentional about finding places that like feel like places to go to when I'm feeling disoriented here
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah
3: so, now that's the trick
2: yeah. that's the trick Casey you gotta find yeah, places you it, go-
3: well it's, it's so damn big that it Finding those places was also tricky um
2: it is big in Los it, Angeles. It's big out here. It's yeah. all big. Can you not hear?
3: yeah,
2: it's too loud. do I'd usually do this then if it's too late you're doing. you get it you 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 understand how sound works um yeah, well, look Casey, you're here, you're gonna figure it all out. And when we say ask Tom, what's Casey I talking can. about? Oh, it's a show over on the Patreon, patreon.com slash the best show. It's a show we try to do like once a month or there, but that's where I answer your questions. Did I invent the whole idea of uh, answering questions? From this? Yes, I did. That started with me. Any of these other shows that do ask asking questions, answering questions? I'm even going to invent something new right now. I'm going to do a show where I just ask questions called answer Tom. And the questions go into the void. Cause I didn't set up who They're should answer rhetorical. them. Cause I didn't ask, I didn't figure out who should answer them. Yeah. Casey that
3: is a perfect format for a podcast.
2: Yes. Casey, do you have something for the topic about flipping people off? Did you have something for that?
3: I do. I'm not sure if um, this is the best or the worst place to do it, but it is a place that I've found myself doing it a lot
0: since yeah. I moved
3: here, which is in the middle of a crosswalk.
2: In the middle of um, what now?
3: Of a crosswalk. Like, in the middle of the road, mm-hmm. when I've got, you know, the go-ahead from the light that's sure. telling me to walk, yeah. but like, none of the cars actually pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, you do the, you're walking and then a car almost hits you and you do the like little knock on their hood and you give them a finger.
2: Wow. So you do a full (laughs) ratso-rizzo, slap the hood of the car and then flip them off. Yeah. Wow.
3: Yeah, I haven't gone so far as to you know, actually say I'm walking here. You've literally I said I'm
2: walking here?
3: Communicates that. No, I, I haven't gone so far as to actually literally say that. It might um, be time to work that into I, the, I've given the to finger finger routine. the finger on, on numerous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I possibly should.
2: Yeah. Well, be. I just want to say this to everybody. If you're out there flipping the bird to people, be safe. Just don't do it recklessly. Realize it can really set some people off. One time... Yeah. As One time when I was uh, probably late teens, early 20s, some guy cut me off, and I flipped him off, and he followed me, and he was following me, and I had to just keep, I was just like, I didn't like elude him, I just outlasted him, and finally he gave up and decided not to Mm -hmm. beat the crap out of me in a parking lot. Although I would have beaten I, the I crap out of him. I'm very tough. I just want that uh, out there to the listeners. I'm extremely tough. I, my, my fight record is 72 and 0. These are some of the people I've beaten up. Terry Crews. Travis Kelsey. The band Travis. Um Burt Reynolds Jr. Who are some of the other there's Quentin. His name is Quentin Reynolds, but he goes by Burt Reynolds Jr. now. Um The cast of Spider-Man, Turn Off the Dark, beat them all up. Who are some of the other people I beat up? Oh uh. I beat up all of the polyphonic spree at the same time. They count as one. All of them came at him. It was like Mars attacks when Jim Brown was fighting all the Martians on the runway. But with the polyphonic spree. It was like if those Martians were singing. That's what it would have been like. Casey, be safe out there. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Bye-bye. Next week on the show, I said it to the to the crew, dogs. I want to know about the dogs. I want to know.
4: These are dogs.
2: It's Kevin Garnett.
4: Dogs, dogs.
2: Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce did a podcast. Kevin Garnett has a podcast, of course he does. Who does? We must list who doesn't have a podcast now. But it's a good podcast. Paul Pierce, NBA legend, who treated me very rudely. At one point, I felt like Trump at that point. He treated me very rudely. Um, He was on the podcast when he said, I want you to name who are the top five toughest guys in the NBA. And Paul Pierce asked the question. And Kevin Garnett, he goes, what do you mean, tough guys? He goes, Paul Pierce goes, I mean, dogs. And look, I would play it. But there's a lot of words I don't want on the show in this thing. We'll clean it up a little bit. We'll play it next week. So then he goes, I'm talking dogs, dogs, dogs. And it just, he said, Kevin Garnett must have said, he starts naming players. He's wearing a sweatshirt for the gods, the the band on ESP. Look at that. Kevin Garnett liked the gods. Is he like, uh.
0: Carla Blay,
2: heliocentric world of sunra, dogs. So he starts listing these guys, and Kevin Garnett goes, "This guy's a dog. That guy's a dog." And Paul Pierce goes, "They're not dogs." And he starts going, "They're dogs." He says, "Julius Randle will bone." That's, It's great It's a, one of the best things I've ever heard in my life And it inspired me to say If I'm going to go forward in 2024 And fight every one of these podcasts Like I am currently planning to do I need to make sure my crew is dogs I need to look them in the eye And see if they're dogs and Next week They're going to be here They're all going to get grilled one on one To see who's a dog and who's not a dog I'll say this If you're not a dog Get ready You don't want to know what's going to happen I hear Andrew laughing out there Andrew You might not be a dog You're not going to be laughing so much We'll see Were you going, were you going to say stay on the porch Tom? Well no it's, I'm not just talking about big dogs I want to know if you're a dog We'll deal with who the big dogs are because the thing that my grandfather told me was, if you can't run with the big dogs, stay off, stay on the porch. My grandfather was stupid. Um, let's take a few more calls here. Hello, best show. Hey Tom, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Who to whom am I speaking? Oh, this is Andy in New Hampshire. Andy. In New Hampshire, home of, say it, well,
8: home of Ronnie James Dio,
2: and oh, jeez, he was a criminal who say made Gigi. music, Gigi Allen. That's right, was a mm-hmm. sex offender who thought he made music. Go ahead, Andy. <laughs> Andy, you do a podcast, don't you, Andy? I do. Tell everybody the name of your podcast. Oh, it's called People Are the Enemy. Yeah. I've been on it a couple times, right?
10: Yeah, you've been on it a couple times. and
2: uh, This guy runs a a tight ship. I just want to say this. This guy runs a tight ship. It's a good podcast. I also was on Craig Finn from Hold Steady as a podcast. I heard that. I was on that. That was one of the best podcast uh best times I've ever had on a podcast, rivaled only by my appearances on
13: People Are The Enemy. Um Oh, that's so sweet.
2: What's going on tonight, my friend? Well, I just
10: wanted to let you know how uh how much I love this show and okay. how great it was tonight. And your Thank you. Talk with Dave Hill was Outstanding, Thank and uh, you. Dave's book is very good. I, I read. Well, I can't uh, say thing. I don't The awesome anything. game already, and I really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, Dave's a, Dave's a great guy. I'm so so glad to catch up with him. He's wonderful. Yeah, but yeah, it was a real treat to hear you both speaking. Yeah, but look, was These this was the Dave Hill convention? We'll talk about something else.
4: <laughs>
2: was, anything else, or do you just want to say that?
10: Oh yeah, I wanted to. I had a. Uh, I had one for the uh, the flipping the bird.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Flip, What? What about? What? What's your? Uh, I always
10: flip the bird. I always flip the bird when I drive by a guns and ammo store.
2: You do. <laughs> Does anybody see? You? Yeah. Or are I hope
0: you just
2: not. like? Or are Usually you just like there's doing like all this. You're not doing. You're probably doing it like behind, like lower, underneath the steering wheel, <laughs> right? Yeah, this is for you guys. Yeah. Nobody could see it.
10: There's usually all this uh, cryptically racist uh, signage on the windows that kind of blocks them from seeing out,
2: I think so, mm-hmm.
10: of the
11: uh, these places. A lot of guns but, yeah. and
0: ammo places there in New
2: Hampshire?
11: There's, uh, there's some guns and ammo places here in New Hampshire, yes. Um, <laughs> surprise, surprise.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, I'll say this. About the middle finger. Rule number one: Don't do pictures. If you're one of these people in every photo, you're giving the middle finger. Stop it. Stop with that. <laughs> it's time to stop. Oh, with every picture. Flip it. Look, it's Kid Rock. See, mad because it's Dad's car dealership. Uh, it had too many Chrysler the Barons didn't sell through. <laughs> They have to do a uh, 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 celebration or salathon. What's the difference between a Toyota salathon and a Toyota celebration, Andy?
8: Oh man, I can't tell you. I don't know.
2: Well, look, I just want to say seriously: if you are if you are predisposed to flipping off the camera and photos, knock it off. There's always that person where that's like their identity. I
4: take a picture. I flip the camera off.
2: Really? What are you, seven? Knock it off. It's not its not the look you think it is. Your hand's just going to get Photoshopped out of it. If somebody wants to use the thing, they're just going to Photoshop that finger out. Think about flipping off number two. Do the long version of the thing. Don't do that weird upper knuckles with the four and then the thing. The way Danny McBride (laughs) flips people off in uh, Eastbound and Down. I'll say this. Pictures are coming up of people flipping off. Fred Durst. That's a quality middle finger. This guy knows the look. Yeah. Find me Danny McBride. Find me uh, Kenny Powers flipping people off. He does that weird upper knuckle flip off that. And remember that movie where the kid Flipped everyone off in a hundred languages What movie was that I'm flipping you off in 50 languages What movie was that Remember that What movie that redheaded kid The kid who was like the the Can't buy me love Where the friend Where Patrick Dempsey uh, Ignores him He just flipped you off in 50 languages See look at that Danny McBride has the upper The fingers are up The the non-middle fingers the the knuckle sh- is 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 uh raised. It's tricky. That actually hurts your hand. That's like being able to like whistle or or fold your tongue. Either you can do it or you can't. But what movie was that? Remember that kid who was The Children of the Corn, Malachi. He was Malachi in Children of the Corn. There's um that's uh Vince McMahon. He's got the knuckle up. Look at that. Look at the anger on that guy's face. It looks like he's like his face has been reduced. It looks like he's a living caricature. It looks like they like he went to a restaurant and they drew him or he's on the boardwalk and they drew him and then that caricature started walking around. Andy, anything else?
10: That's it. Just uh, love you and love the show. Thank you so much. Thank
2: you so much, buddy. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. This one I'm going to dread, but legally I have to take every call. Hello, best show.
12: It is Tom. It's Larry. The perv.
2: Larry the perv. I'm doing good, Larry the perv. Yeah. Now you're calling from where again, Larry the perv? (laughs)
12: Everywhere. All over the place. Recently. Happy New Year, Tom.
2: Everywhere. Where are you calling from? Everywhere, there. You're calling from everywhere, there. Happy New Year to you, Larry DePerve. Thank you, Tom.
12: What do you got? I got got? some
2: breaking NBA news for you, there. Breaking NBA news. What is it?
12: Yeah, yeah. Milwaukee Bucks, there. They're going to hire Doc Rivers.
2: Yeah, no kidding.
12: It's finalized.
2: That's not... Breaking news. That's broke news. That news has been broken, Larry Deperve
12: It recently did.
2: Yeah, within but it's not, not breaking. Bre- it's not within the hour. I knew it before the show started. So was- there
12: So that was speculatory. That was real. What? Speculation,
2: I- there Tariso with speculation. Oh, so you? What you? You actually are like. Confirming it. You're just confirming yeah. news. Hold on, Larry Deperv. Breaking news coming in. I want everybody to hear this. This is a teaser for next go, week's show.
4: Five, tough know, players man. in the league right now. What you mean? See now we to tough as Americans. Oh, tough as Americans? Like Bro. just just tough. Bro, like, that's a big ass list. Cause no, it ain't a big list. Yes, a tough players. What you mean? Tough. I don't understand what you mean. You mean like I'm talking about a motherfucker? You put dog. Up? What dog on their shirt? Man, Tatum. Dog. Jimmy Buck, man, it's right. a, we can't even all right, name all these guys, bro. All right, all right, Bro, it's, man, every, man, right. listen, everybody, I'm gonna name a dog. Name a dog, dog. dog. Hey, man, uh, Brian, AD, goddamn uh, <laughs> Kawhi, um, uh, um, uh, slow down. These bro. are all dogs. Slow down. Jalen bro. Brown, uh, um, uh, uh, Brunson, Randall, uh, uh, dogs. They nice, Oh Uh, nah, nah, nice nah dog. Van Fleet. Oh, uh, listen! No, listen! Uh, nah, nah, listen. Uh, There's a difference between. Uh, hold on, you you want dogs? I'm gonna give you nah, dogs. Dog, you talking some, nah, some? You said these... dogs? You I, I mean, I'm naming I all mean, dogs. I mean that some of them Man, labradoodles. Some of them, up, labradoodles. They bone your ass. some of them labradoodles, they ain't no pits. Nah, you tripping? You, lay, you you name tripping, some boy. labradoodles? You tripping? Boy. But you ain't naming no.
2: Here comes the best part.
4: Hey, I'm Randall, talking. Randall, name some pit bulls. Randall will bone your ass right now. Dog, a dog. All right, cool. Brunson will bone your ass.
2: And that's what next week is going to be on the show. I want that attitude. I want to find out who's dogs on the the show. Bring the ruckus. (laughs) Bring the ruckus. There you go. It's from 38 years ago. We got to throw a hat in the
12: ring for like, is it going to be like a dog's bracket?
2: Wu Tang Clan now would be remember that one skit on that Wu Tang Clan album where they're doing like the, the. they're talking about how, what they would do to the, the, yeah, do the heat up a coat while. Like, now they would be talking about like getting like knee replacement surgery, <laughs> right? You know, I am gonna go, I am gonna get a colonoscopy, and then he would talk about what they're gonna do with the colonoscopy. like that's what that skit and it was a skit, not a sketch. Sometimes they're just skits. Why don't albums have more of those on? We all
12: them, get right? older there, Tom. What are you gonna
2: do? Oh, get off my phone. I that's just we all are getting older dare. What are you gonna do? Hang up on you. Hello, Best Show.
11: Hi, Tom. This is John in Los Angeles. No, I
2: know who this guy is. This is you talk about movies. This guy loves movies. Mm-hmm. I see this guy at the movies at the New Beverly. It's like that thing where you say, "You know who's, uh, you know who's a drunk." It's so and so. Well, how do you know? I see him at the bar every day. So, but I—that's <laughs> how it is with you and you movies. Know. This guy loves movies. How huh? I see yeah. him at the I see him at the theater all the time.
11: I've been going to the New Beverly for so long mm-hmm. that. When earlier, earlier when I was going there, I would see like just these like weird middle aged to older guys, you know, mm-hmm. and now like the, now I'm like, you know, in my forties and I see all these 20 year, 20 year olds around me and I'm like, have I become one of those guys, you know, like, yeah, yeah, one of those maybe. dudes who. Yeah, who's like, Oh, I know, I'll have my I'll I'll have a hot dog from the <laughs> yeah. from the New Beverly as my dinner. <laughs> uh yeah. This is what I get at the
2: New Beverly to eat. Two hot dogs, two veggie dogs. Candy bar, soda. And I didn't say it was as interesting. I'm just listing what I get there. And it's very mm-hmm. the snacks are very affordable at the New Beverly. They're very affordable at the New Beverly. That's true, and they also don't have like a true fifty ounce gal, uh thing of soda. They give you like a normal sized soda, like a that a human being should drink.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's There's true. the snack bar. Zoom in on I, those I'm, prices. Zoom in on the prices. Zoom in on those prices. Look at this. Four dollars for a large soda that ain't how it is at the the, the look the vegan hot dog two fifty small candy two dollars <laughs> these are not bad prices real butter prices That's true. are sure, yeah, the only problem with the new um, beverly I have the only problem I have at the New Beverly is I buy two mm-hmm. tickets for things and then I can't get someone else to go. That's more of a me problem than a New Beverly problem. Hey, you want to go see Mm -hmm. Drive and to live and die in LA? You don't? It's a double feature. You can always hit me up, Tom. It's a double feature. (laughs) That's true, but you're already there. It's a double feature. We'll be there all night. You sure? Oh, the other problem I have is the parking. (laughs) That ain't a parking-friendly environment. That's true. So hmm. I,
11: yeah. I'm, 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 I I'm. think you have to get there early enough, you know, for the street parking.
2: I don't get there and, early enough to fight those parking zone things. That ain't a time thing, John. Yeah. You park on the side yeah. streets. I see that yeah. guy. Here's say, I just put a picture on the screen. I know that kid behind the counter. I say to him, what's up, man? What's going on, John? What do you got for the topic tonight?
11: um well, i have um the the i think a good place to like flip off the middle finger
0: mm-hmm. and this
11: takes a little explaining is that um the, the Paul McCartney has this thing Ooh, where I you're like say, yeah. I think you point out that it yeah, where he like touches his face a lot he's always scratching his nose, yeah, and yeah. And then someone has made a compilation online where something that he's been doing since the 60s when he was in the Beatles is that when he's asked by an interviewer a question that's kind of pointed or, you know, he probably doesn't like, he'll scratch his face, but he'll do it with his middle finger. That's right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He'll and do so like, um, so people this picked up did on did
2: it. The... He's like, well, you know, me and John did it. Yeah. Yeah.
11: <laughs> so I was thinking, like, let's say you're an interviewer and you're going to talk to Paul McCartney. Yeah. And you go in there and you ask for like just like kind of pointed questions just to get his dander up, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah. Um, do Do you wish that John Lennon was still alive to help you with your songwriting yeah. Yeah. or um, to do you, help like, you with how your songwriting? You still,
2: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> these are amazing questions to <laughs> provoke Paul McCartney. So you go and you ask yeah, those or questions, like
11: a, or a lot. Yeah, but what do you say? To um, him? and then if he if he does that, if he scratches his face with his middle finger, then you just mirror him. You just give it right back to him yeah. and see what his response is. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. What I would do like, is I'd say, and I think
2: I would say to him. I'd ask him the question, and I would say, oh, and one other thing. If you flip me off, so help me. You're going to have to learn how (laughs) to play bass with one less finger. Because I'm going to have that (laughs) finger around my neck. It's going to be on a a chain around my neck. If you flip me off, so help me. I got a hatchet in my trunk. (laughs) We're going to be playing the Rochambeau with your uh, hand. What's that game with the knife? Is that Rochambeau? What's that called? You know, when you go like the... That should be. An I, Olympic I don't sport. know. Wouldn't that be a cool Olympic sport? Five finger fillet.
11: Yeah, I got you. Mean, yeah,
2: what's it called, Jason? Oh, Jason, Jason, five finger
1: fillet, right?
2: Five finger fillet. Okay. Five finger fillet.
0: <laughs> that doesn't sound right.
1: Five finger fillet. The knife game, pin finger, nerve bishop, knife fingies or knife finger fillet.
2: People in chat are saying that it's not five finger filet. What's no, Jason talking there about? There isn't a single one in there. Right? He doesn't know what he's um, talking um, about peg. Jason's added in the What's that called Mike? Peg. Jason's added. What's that called
5: Mike?
2: Mumble D peg. Mumble D peg. Mumbly peg. I don't five five like the family. echo. Mumble
5: D peg. Mumble D peg. Mumbly peg. I don't <laughs> it yet. like it So, for
2: Mike, Mike is saying this is like calling it uh, <laughs> so mischief Mike, night in most Mike places. Is and it's like, shh. People are saying mumbledy peg is wrong. Yeah, it's five finger fillet. That's why. Okay. We're, I, we're playing that next week the on thing... the show. We're playing it next. That's my dog test. How fast can you do five finger fillet? I, I...
11: I gotta point out something that just now there's some audio issue. So when Mike was talking, yeah. Um, there was an echo. Yeah. And then like I just heard him say, "Mobili peg over and over and mm-hmm. over again.
2: Yeah. that it was haunting.
11: <laughs> I don't, yeah, it was a little it, yeah, mobily peg. Like it's something like the last thing
2: you hear, you know. Before um, they before you realize I, you're I, being buried alive. It's like the ring it's like the ring <laughs> it is like the ring or some people say ringu right john from los angeles movie talk that's true ringu is actually yeah, that's true. The drummer from the beatles who was a
11: japanese ghost you've <laughs> you've you brought it back to my to my answer to for the topic <laughs> <laughs> yes, john thank you for the call i'll see you at the You're New
2: beverly all right. World's mind. smallest men's room. Also, airlines have bigger bathrooms. What's that? Can we turn the mic on for one of my guests? Now, what's your sure. name, sir? Uh, my, na- my name is Barry. Barry is here. Barry. How are you, Barry? I'm well. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Of course. You're also joined by Martin from Malmo, Sweden. How are you, Martin? I'm good welcome to the United States of America, or as we call it the states and now, what's your name? I don't know you uh
4: Sammy New Sammy
2: York. from New York yes sir sir. I like that finally, someone's got some respect around here.
6: <laughs> what were you gonna say barry um this is not a uh this was this was as a child I remember um my parents. Uh, they were like, my dad was like, "Oh, you! I have to go pick out a suit today. Do you want to come?" I had to sit in the back of the car. I chose not to go into the men's warehouse. I chose to sit in the back of the car. Woodbridge, New Jersey, right across the street from the Woodbridge Mall.
13: Oh
2: seven oh nine five.
6: There okay. you go. Yeah. Um. There was for some reason there was a kid in the next car whose parents probably went in there mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And I was like a, I was ten or eleven. I just chose to. It was the first time I ever gave anybody the, the finger, and I just, just the kid, probably my same age, the same age. He, he was like you could just see in his face. He's like, "Why is this guy flipping me off?" Mm-hmm. What? what it... How old are we talking now? I was probably ten or eleven. Okay,
2: and just the guy in the back... might be rounding up. Why is this <laughs> guy flipping me off? <laughs> this uh, ten-year-old, ten-year-old, <laughs> ten-year-old guy. Just
0: to, to
6: give the finger to some some yeah. poor random kid.
2: And where did that come from in you? What what was the motivation? What was the ugliness that was coming I out of you? I still don't know. I still yeah. don't know. A lot of therapy. Still A lot of therapy. Figured, we didn't get all the way there haven't yet. Cracked that one yeah. there. No. Your therapist is listening to the show just going like, we're in the money. We're <laughs> in the money. Knowing that Barry hasn't gotten in touch with why he was an angry 10-year-old.
6: Angry 10-year-old giving the finger. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Now Martin in Sweden, yeah. the middle finger. What is what is what is that? What is the what is what is that in Sweden? Is it the same in the U.S. the the the, it, the is it the two fingers the British thing that these guys do? What do you do?
5: I mean, we use it quite you know liberally. But growing up, I always was under the impression that in the in America, mm-hmm. you know, flipping the bird to someone, yeah, was like you basically asking for someone to kill you. Yeah. That was so mm-hmm. offensive. I'm not really sure sure where where the truth lies.
2: Okay. Sometimes it's a sometimes it's a thing where you're driving, you just do it and you get away from the person It's your parting shot. Other times you're saying, let's get something started here. It varies. Now Sammy, you're from New York, of course, and there, that's basically like saying hello. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) The middle finger. When you go to the cart on the street and you get a bagel or donut, where are they getting those donuts from? Those weird street carts.
4: I think they just have a um, warehouse in Queens where they get them all.
2: They have all the donuts? Donut warehouse? <laughs> mens Maybe, warehouse, yeah, donut warehouse
4: donut warehouse like the pretzel uh like the hot pretzels in philly that you get at 2 in the morning yeah with all the mm-hmm.
2: yeah and they're frozen of course because is there anything worse the probably the worst thing that i ate more than a dozen times in my life was the pretzel as you're leaving new york at the holland tunnel and you're so hungry and there's a guy there Selling cold wet damp, damp, they're cold, they're damp, they taste like smoke, mm-hmm. and yet you're just like, Oh boy, I hope the timing works out To where my car can get in front of this thing. I can order a pretzel if the traffic's if there's not enough traffic, I can't get a pretzel Talk about the money. that guy's, that guy's yeah. rolling in rolling in it, yeah. I ate those pretzels so many times. Every time I was like, "This is disgusting," and I don't know why. Why I was in some big rush. It's not like there's no food in New Jersey. If I get through the tunnel, it's a bounty on the other side of that tunnel. There was that diner where there would be a, where someone once saw a guy uh, swinging a machete around. There was that diner. There's gas stations with convenience stores. Mike, Jason, Pat, you all know about that area. The Tunnel Diner. The Tunnel Diner. I have a photograph of it. Which one day, you're pulling out of the Holland Tunnel, and you realize, oh, they knocked down the Tunnel Diner. It was just gone one day.
8: It was just gone, yeah. It was empty for a while. Yeah. And one of their big claims to fame was that they had a john cusack scene shot in there for the
2: film city hall yeah there Ever, it is everyone's it favorite is.
1: john cusack film
2: the tunnel Diner. oh i
1: remember that
5: yeah
2: yeah mike I, tunnel I, diner yeah, yeah, it, no I, I
5: as soon as i came out at a tunnel it was a short drive to bayonne so I never stopped at those places. So you didn't
1: look at anything.
5: You just kept going. No. It's well, like, he didn't uh, stop 10 to eat.
2: He's just saying he didn't stop to eat. <laughs> Mike knew that the, that he could have a good meal at that weird <laughs> diner in Bayonne <laughs> where you have to ask for a seat at the window to make sure your car's okay. <laughs> like that diner. the One of those diners where you're just like, really? There's a salad bar here? We sure we want to do that? salad bar, eh? <laughs> so I any of us can f- potentially go up with a plate and touch the food. Put my whole hand in. Yeah. Like anybody monitoring this thing? <laughs> That's also that awful diner in Jersey City. What was that dump that Pat we ate at the night Trump was elected? VIP. The VIP, VIP diner and then sip. 10 minutes later I was in a car accident. Hitting a deer on the turnpike, oh, as recounted yep. in "It Never Ends" in stores now. If I hadn't suggested that we go there, I wouldn't have gotten wouldn't in have that car. Then I would not have had a chapter of my book. It's my fault. No, Pat, that was the best thing you could have ever done for me because I didn't have a. <laughs> I didn't know how to end that book. Um, that diner has a salad bar. The diner salad bar. Never... You go up. I don't think I've ever seen it full, though. Shaved ice. Kale. They would have kale. The kale for the longest time was a garnish in restaurants. Nobody ever ate kale. It was just just dressing to make things look fresh and green. But it was considered. Hey, you don't eat that. You eat iceberg lettuce. Why would you eat that green vegetable? Eat the off-white one. Coach House had a really good uh Coach salad House. Bar. Yeah. Was it next to your in, time machine? No, up in Union City. <laughs> the Coach House? Then there was that other dump in uh <laughs> Jersey City where Jason we met the first time we were that, talking about working on the best show. That was not a dump. That place was like world's best pancakes. They were on it's the like, divers. What world?
1: Uh, they were on triple D.
2: Triple D. Uh, Guy if Fieri. The, Yeah, if the D stands for Diarrhea.
5: <laughs> that's, Brownstone. Quite, that's quadruple D. I, that's quadrupled. Brownstone pancake Di- factory. Bra- Diarrhea, the, dehydration, the, and death. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Mike? I lived around the corner Mike? from Brownstone. Mike? Yeah. You're a dog. You got some dog in you. <laughs> you're exempt from the yeah. test next week oh with that. God. No, you're not.
5: Mm-hmm. Everybody's people, test.
0: People, people call the
2: Brownstone <laughs> Diner... The brown stain. When yeah, when it was like yeah, thank you, Pat. That's there it is, and that's gone now, right? Yeah,
5: wait, it's wait. been replaced. Uh, yeah. w-
2: actually, Brett, Brett, this is the you f- you found the one is that's the one near, near Mike. That ain't it. Yeah. That ain't it. Yeah. That's, the, yeah. one that's near, the one near, near Freehold. Freehold, and it's the same. There's people. Christian Stewart flipping us off. That which is weird, and somebody's doing an OK symbol next to her. That's a weird yeah. combo. White power. She's White pa- there convention. you go. White power. Thank you, Jason. Jason gets his keep your views to the could hawk. We, could we
1: pull that sound oh, out? yeah, that's all we talk about.
2: Look. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> the hawk. You notice in the lo- you notice in the logo it's like one oh eight point nine, but it has an eight and an eight yeah, next to each other. There you go. Heil Hitler is yep. what that means. The signal. Now um <laughs> The Brownstone Diner, Jason and I sat there the first time it was me and uh, Brendan, Brendan McDonald and uh, and Jason were talking about working on, on the reconstituted best show, and I used to eat at that diner a lot before the best show. and yeah, there were some slow up ep- starts to episodes if you want to know <laughs> if you want to know why we start a little logie on a few of them, that diner is to blame.
1: Do you remember what you ordered when we met? Oh, I don't. What I don't remember We definitely ate. I oh, we were eating, yeah. Yeah. but I don't remember if I if I got pancakes. That was ten years ago. Yeah,
2: I don't think you got pancakes. I, don't I think would I not got have. Pancakes. I would not have uh, approved you for the show. It's yeah. just like this yeah. guy's getting pancakes Ooh, for dinner. God, he's out. I was like, he's got. A, he's eating eat pancakes for dinner. Oh, I didn't realize we were snowed in. <laughs> that's like weird snowed in food
1: 100 percent.
2: it's snow the snow is coming i guess we're all gonna make french toast all the bread and eggs are gone does everybody make french toast when it snows all the syrup is the syrup gone too right the syrup i didn't even get started i watched that matt rife special in its entirety the other day i didn't even get to touch on that tonight I liked it. He's very funny. He's very charming. His bits have a beginning, a middle and an end. Jason, what is that on the logo for oh, the hawk? Jesus. Oh Jesus. No.
1: Brad. Well, our season 4 premiere is uh next Thursday, February 1st, everyone. The only thing we
2: should have had is oh, Jeff Gorplock uh <laughs> Kissing a different book.
1: Yeah, he's yeah, he's Mind well,
2: Comp. But he should have look, Jay, you're writing, you're writing this, not me. Ugh. Look, may actually I think Phil Collins uh autobiographies is. is in the neighborhood of Mind Comp.
1: It probably is.
2: Not as bad. Yeah. Remember when Trump was like oh, my his favorite gosh. book. What's his favorite book? The Bible. The Bible. Final call of the show. Horseman. Stand down and stand by Um, Hello best show
8: Hi this is Cade in DC
2: Cade in DC What's up Cade
8: Oh not a whole lot I just wanted to talk about the topic
2: Flipping off what do you got Cade DC you must do a fair amount of flipping off Huh Politicians Oh sir I can't stand these politicians No 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 they're all crooks, they're all bums no well tell me tell me what you're calling about, Kate
8: well, just like the the hand gesture thing it just gotta be you gotta be really careful. I have two little kids, and for whatever reason I don't know what gotten
2: into them some would say you have some would say you have two little cades not me not me so go ahead cade what are your kids names cade jr at
8: every
2: cade jr get over here (coughs) cade third cade even smaller you cade jr and cade even smaller those are your kids names
8: so if if you had tw- if you had twin boys you would name them tom junior and tom junior even smaller probably yeah yeah but they every time you walk home and they pass a stranger they yeah. gesture at them yeah and it's so embarrassing
2: with their fingers with their middle fingers
8: what what they they shake their fists
2: they shake their fists. And they make
8: a bunch of weird noises.
2: Did they say yeah, why
12: they, I ought to? They
8: make a bunch
2: of strange noises. Yeah.
8: Right.
2: Who are you raising over there, so Cade? Weird.
8: I don't know. I don't get a handle on this. I need help.
2: They shake their fists. And they they say things like, oh, I'm going to give you such a pinch. Right?
8: They do. They They, we were walking past a woman pushing her baby stroller the other day. Yeah. And they ran up ahead of me and I could hear them yelling at each other. We're going to grab your bottom. And then they cut the woman off. So the woman have,
12: they,
8: they had to like divert their, their walk.
2: I That's don't know what you're deal. talking to. To be honest, your kids saw a lady with a stroller and started yelling at her. Yeah, I don't know I don't know what to say, Cade Sounds like it might be time for Daphis To pay a visit Right? Look, you sound like a great father You raise your kids They're flipping people off They're <clears throat> shaking their fists at women with Newborns How old are these kids? What if you're like 27? Uh, they're about to 24. be 4 next. How old are they? Oh, they're they're tw- they're twins.
8: They're about to be 4 next next week.
2: They're going to be 4 next week.
8: Yeah, they're menaces.
2: All right, buddy? I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Sometimes you blew it sounds like you raised a couple of lunatics. They're yelling at women with well, babies. What can we do to what can we do to fix? You. What do you think we can do to fix? You know what we should do? You got a Jenny Jones these kids, get them uh the, the drill sergeant to yell in their faces. Remember when Jenny Jones would always have a drill sergeant on who was like remarkably like Jimmy Butler from the Miami Heat. Like he would be one of those drill sergeants. Yeah.
8: Guess we could do that. Sounds expensive though.
2: Okay. Well then consider just handcuffing them together and at least you know where they are at the same time. There's not they can't be two different places,
0: right? okay okay
2: all right buddy happy birthday to the kids have them call up next week seriously can you get your kids to call up next week i'll set them i'll set your kids straight you have your kids call up next week i'm gonna set them straight i'm serious i'll fix your kids on the show next week oh my
8: gosh this is
2: wonderful i'll fix
8: thank you tom
2: your kids will be fixed before okay. February starts.
0: Okay.
8: And Tom Tom, can I say one last thing? Go ahead. I just want to say if you're not a Patreon, then you got something wrong with you because I heard this John, t- John Gentle show and goodness. Maybe the best thing I've ever heard in my Thank entire you. life. Thank
2: you, Katie. Look. There's hope for you. The kids have the genes of you in there. I'm going to fix your kids. I'm going to fix them. You have them call up. Just don't
8: don't gesture at anybody. That's my message. Just don't do that.
2: Cade. This is all I'm going to say, Cade. Don't take this the wrong way. We don't need to hear from you about this matter anymore. It's in my hands. You blew it. I'm going to clean the mess up. I'll get these kids flying flying All right. right. right okay? you be the dad now. No, I'm not going to be their dad. I'm All just right. going to be the one that fixes them and gives them back to their dad.
8: No, 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 no. You you fix
2: Get off my phone. Tell me no, 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 no. No, no, no to you. Hey everybody. Thanks for listening to the show tonight. I want to thank Dave Hill for coming by. That was very exciting. Um Martin from Mama. What's going on in Mama? What's the what's what's going? What's the what's the 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 hot uh hot buzz in Malmo?
5: It's it's not hot at all. It's only cold and wintry and awful mm-hmm. and snowy sure. and that's why I had to leave. That's why he
2: had to leave cuz he came to California, Sammy, New York City. What's going on there? Strokes, yeah, yeah, yeah What's uh, what's uh, happening? It's
4: rock and roll. Just rock and roll. Yeah, that's it. That's all it got to be. <laughs> Cold weather, rock
2: and roll. Barry, you of course you love Uncle Paulie's. I know that. I mean, who doesn't love a good sandwich? But seriously, I'm going to say this: we're not joking now. In Los Angeles, Uncle Paulie's. That's like the best sandwich.
6: I mean, you know that Uncle Paulie is going to have some competition with the Fat Sal's that's moving across the street. So let's see how that plays They're out. They're going to have to impress me.
2: I don't know. It's a Fat Sal. I, I moved I move 3,000 miles to get away from Uncle Paulie and Fat Sal. In the Rutgers parking around. lot. Suddenly, yeah, suddenly I'm back at Rutgers. No,
6: no but seriously, Uncle Paulie's uh, best sandwich in LA.
2: Yeah. What do you get? What's your go-to sandwich? The oh, Franny. What's the granny? The Franny. The Franny? Yeah. Uh eggplant I...
6: and broccoli rob. It's so good. Uh I'll do a breakfast sandwich.
2: Yeah, I like the breakfast sandwich. Or I'll do a uh I'll do an Italian.
6: Okay. Yep.
2: Uncle Paulie's Fat Sal's. My own. <laughs> right? Oh! I should just open up a sandwich place called Oh, and all I do is sell the sandwiches from those places. Like it's just like, hey, you want a sandwich? And then I just go in the back and go like, Let me put your order in. I just there's a kid. I just go like, go get one of these sandwiches. <laughs> go over there and get it. We're gonna charge three dollars more. Like we have like the kitchen is completely empty. There's like nothing in it <laughs> except like, like just like chairs for the for the runners to sit in it's
4: a reverse seamless business
2: a reverse see look this is thank you on that note sammy (laughs) everybody thanks for listening we will be back next week we have a couple guests coming in they're gonna be great we're gonna see who's a dog hopefully Cade has his kids call in i'll fix them it's gonna be a great show and we're gonna go out listen to another song by True Green. See you next week. The Best Show is produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The Best Show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Burns, segment producer Michael Wisk. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Knapp. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow and follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, at best show for life that's best show number four life thanks for listening and we'll see you next week